coming to you from Dante Cola Promotion Studios One in Wichita, Kansas. It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, starring El Señor Adam Tate and El Gran Tommy Martinez, featuring behind the control board the mighty Godzilla. This podcast is recorded live to tape and produced by Dante Cola Promotions. And now, you wanted the best? Well, don't tell them. It'll go to their heads and make things worse. It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Welcome and welcome to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast Season 3, Episode Number 16. And that voice you heard is that of El Gran, Tommy Martinez. And that voice you just heard is that of my rock and roll brother and the humblest guy that I know on planet Earth, Mr. Adam Tate. What is going on, Adam? Tommy, every time I hear that intro, it gets better and better. (laughs) It's the solo. I know that's what it is, man. (laughs) Ready to deliver yet another great episode of this podcast. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcast app, RSS Podcast, CastBox, and many other of your favorite DSPs. Mm. And Adam, of course, he's still here, and he's still behind the control board, buddy. Mm -hmm. It is the mighty... Godzilla! No. You started already, go see the world. We'll take care of that in a minute. Oh, no. Yeah, he could stay there. Matter of fact, I'm going to mute him right now. Is he making complaints already? Yeah, he's making demands. He's all mad at me because uh, he said that I didn't let him work on that new intro. Oh, he doesn't like all that credit that you're receiving for, yeah, the, for the new it's, thing. It's like, go see the my, my deal is original, buddy. This is, you know. Uh, Are you uh, saying that he likes to. Oh. Godzilla likes doing the pop contemporary stuff. You know, I think that's current, I guess. Are you are you accusing Godzilla of liking to rehash existing material? Oh, well, Godzilla, I think he's trying to call you a hack. <laughs> well, Godzilla's wrong. <laughs> Godzilla's never been. <laughs> but only in that department. Okay, okay, let's see. I'll let you work on the next one. Oh, the collaboration. Yes, yes, Adam. It was excellent. I thought it was an excellent podcast, the last one we had. I'll tell you. Mm -hmm. uh, Since the last episode aired, I did receive a unsolicited unsolicited review. (laughs) He said it wasn't him. That said. Oh, no. Calm yourself down, Godzilla. uh, Godzilla, cover your ears. Yes. The I'm, new I'm in- put on mute. I'm gonna put the, on mute. The new intro was a fan favorite for at least one person wow. that said it was a, a nice upgrade oh. over the previous. It sounded the the professionalism <laughs> was well, was to a higher level. Are you quoting that as well, professionalism or this is what I interpret. Or is that your interpretation? But okay, it was okay, a okay. it was a cursory mention oh. of the new opening. 
and it was uh, it was a very positive review. I don't want to I don't want to dox the person. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yes, it was a positive review. Here, here's the problem with that. It says don't tell them; it only make it worse. I think. <laughs> 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 but whoever said that, uh, thank you very much. Yeah. No, no. Merci, merci beaucoup. So just put that on the stack. Yeah. Of of uh, good things you, you've yes. heard about your new intro. One good thing, excellent. Twenty thousand bad things. <laughs> I haven't looked at the email this week. I think if we put that on the scale and weigh that, the one will uh, supersede oh, the yeah, 20,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right we'll, we'll give that so my, much more my weight. My spirit, Adam, is lifted right now. Oh, honestly. that's good. Really cool. I, put, See? I put a lot of work into that intro. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I, I couldn't hold that back. I'd have to, I had to relay this thank information. You, thank you, thank you. Uh, Oh God, yes, mean? yes, go see that. That's you will be on there the next time, buddy. I, I thought you muted him. I thought like, I don't know what he's doing. He's the lights off over there. I don't know what he's doing oh. in there, man. Did he put any content on this week? No, I saw some content, but oh. it didn't come from Godzilla. No, I think it was the, it was the clam. It was the clam. <laughs> the clam had a couple of offerings. <laughs> the clam was drilling. <laughs> did you see that? Yes, oh I did see that. I and did. all the sounds and everything. Else. That was pretty good to go see. Love it. I don't know if you produced it or not, but yeah. I think he is. I think he's that's kind of his style out there. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> the fading. <laughs> the, the the comical uh, the comical sounds. Uh-huh. That one drilling in the middle bit. I was like, oh my God, that's that's about right. <laughs> Uh, but nobody knows what we're talking about nobody needs to know that either yeah. Adam Memorial Day weekend man this weekend oh yeah that's right I, any, I, I forgot big, I'm gonna have a two day plans? weekend any big, any big plans for that um, I'm sure there are plans now I'm not oh, involved not in, in the planning process okay I'm just like of a read and react you know you're I'm playing a, zone coverage I'm dropping back into a little hook zone and I'm, I'm waiting for the ball and I'm gonna I'm gonna Tackle whatever I see oh, around me. You know? So your so your your portion of it is execute. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Usually somebody yelling at me. Okay. You need to execute. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm bet I bet anything you're listening. <laughs> well, <laughs> to a point. Yes. Yeah, and it's and it's a good thing because it's been raining all this week in uh, Wichita, and uh, uh, yesterday was pretty nice on Friday. And yes. I'm going to ask you. Do we still need rain? Uh, yeah, I would say yes. You think we still need rain? Yes, absolutely. I say well, at least, I, personally, I think we should have like a week and a half of rain. The way it was coming down, because it wasn't like a torrential mm. rain. It was just okay. nice, chill rain, enough to get your sump pump. Well, those of us who their sump pump is working... Oh, you know, keep it. Do you know people concept. that have no functioning <laughs> sump pump? When I see the plumber and I see the va- the dry vac people oh. in the community, it's like, oh, not good. Yes, not good for those guys. But gotta have the emergency. You gotta have the emergency pump, right? Uh-huh. Don't uh-huh. you have? Don't you have the regular pump and the emergency? Yeah, pump? Yeah, you have the one with the battery. Yes, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just in case, you know, our sump pump hardly ever comes on. Oh wow! That water in there is just. Still, and like it doesn't go up and down that much at all. Mm, that's, ever. That's excellent. Isn't that a good thing? That's a good thing. I hope it's a good thing. That means you don't have foundation problems and stuff like that, yeah. you know? So that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah. Not mine. Mine, when it rains, like it rained this past week and it got cold too. It did. From- but we're doing extremes. We're doing very chilly, as it was a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. to 90 degrees tomorrow, or whatever. Yeah, tomorrow's exactly. going to be 90 degrees. It's insane. Yeah, for sure. But Adam, I'm going to tell you something that uh, last mm. Sunday, Adam, I got to tell you this, buddy. I was going to send you a picture, but I didn't. What? That the Co-op Promotion Studios won 
was right, right where we're right, at right now. Right, as a matter of fact, and your seat right there, Adam, oh. was graced this past Sunday. Somebody Adam. was in the seat? Yes, somebody was sitting there. As I was, uh, We were engaged in Was some, it somebody that Godzilla puts in his videos? <laughs> Godzilla, thank God, wasn't here. Oh. <laughs> Godzilla, I don't know what would he have done with him. It was your father-in-law, dude. Julian was here. What? Yes, in this so, room? Yes, yes, he was right here. <laughs> <laughs> did you lay down any tracks? Did you no. did you put down any recording? Uh, I am one hundred percent in regret, Adam, that I didn't. What? I didn't turn. No, you could have just put live mics, just pick up the ambient uh, chit chat. I don't know what I was doing online. I was and Awilda comes in, knocks on the door, says, "I have a visitor for you." And I said, oh, great. You don't wonder who it is, you know? Flying, Nobody, flying no, solo? You're the only person who yeah. <laughs> who comes here. <laughs> yeah. At least on my end. You know, because they had all the yentas over there. They were doing something. Well, you don't hand work. out the access so, keys to the studio to just so, anybody. Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden, here he comes, man. He was wow. rocking. Yeah, we were talked for a little while. We hung out. He told me some stories, you know? it's uh, It was very interesting. You could have had stories as content. Oh, yeah, from, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could have commented I, I, on the story. And we were, you know, we were just a chit-chat back and forth. And I Actually, I found out through him various things, you know, the philosophies that he has. So, oh, good. Yeah, it was, it was a good. Anyway, I'm just like, is that going to be involved in the motherfuckeria this week? I, oh, if I would have had my recorder on, yeah. <laughs> you know, but he actually said it. So, this is where you guys uh, uh, do this podcast. And he actually knew about it. He said, oh. Yeah, I said, yeah, yeah, sure, absolutely. And he said, wow, that's a lot of junk you got there. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, you're repeating what your son-in-law said. <laughs> and he said, this is the greatest question he asked me. How do you do a podcast with Adam when you have to force words out of him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. And I said, oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Well, he doesn't know you that well, obviously, because you no, can he, you can cover you know three and a half hours all by yourself. And I told him, I said, the real star here is Adam. <laughs> Adam reacts to my bullshit. Thank God, you uh-huh. know. It was a wow. very interesting visit. Now he came me. solo. Is that? Yeah, no, no. He was with, like I said, Awilda had all her friends over, and they were oh. all yabbing and yenting and oh, all the, oh, oh. doing whatever it is they do. They gotcha. were all, you know how it is. The ladies, sure. They were Awilda uh, was was uh, hosting a birthday party for Evelyn. You've met Evelyn. She's been here. You know, on the mm-hmm. weekends you met her, so yeah, yes, turned sixty something, yeah. So they had her friends over, and you know they knew all these. Whatnot. I didn't, I didn't, and, and then obviously Elvia was here, so yeah. I didn't know and that we, anybody Elvia, graced the studio. Though. Elvia, yeah, Elvia graced us with some awesome lasagna. So. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so that's what I had for lunch that day. <laughs> and I was good kinda, deal I, for you. I was kind of sad because I had um, I had some dos equis. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I went to get them, Jay had took them. Oh. <laughs> you know, and I'm not a drinker, but I would have had probably a brew with them. Maybe just cracked mine open and clinked the bottle with them. But he did have a pina colada and and I would have just spiced that one up. So at least he had a little drinky drink in the house. Oh, that's and, nice. So yeah, and then he was gone, but it was awesome. I said, oh man, I've, you know, I did take a picture of him with him and Elvia. I was about to send, so no, 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 I'm going to wait till Saturday morning. To- <laughs> 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 I saw your face of, of utter surprise. Yeah. There. Yeah. So like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. He, he was here, man. Man, I, he, he actually here. saw the studio. Yeah, 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 yeah. And actually I, I was able to play him, you know. Oh, you played snippets? Oh yeah, I played snippets for him, yeah. <laughs> His interest level did not peak at all. Here's our new intro. Listen to this. (laughs) (laughs) His his interest level did not peak at him at all. It's like, oh, okay. (laughs) This sounds like a lot of bullshit to me. (laughs) You remember, it's not Julian's world. It's not Julian's world. Yeah. So and then we received the wonderful news that that Nick had bought a house. Yes. Did you receive any other news that that there are two sons with the with yes. a contract? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That actually that I saw a picture of Luke's house on Sunday. 
Uh-huh. So uh-huh. I said, oh, wow, it is, it's, it's coming together for my brother. And not only did they find this house, but it is four houses down from the original house that I we think, bought. Now that you say that, yeah. I think Elvia was saying that close to Fabrique or... Close to Fabrique on the same street yeah, that we used to live street, on. Yeah, And four houses down on the same exact street. Hey, starter homes, man. I'm telling you, you can't beat nothing. You can't beat it. I'm so glad for him. I really am. It was good. It was a good Sunday, man. It was really mm-hmm. was. Yeah. So then, you know, then this happened to me this week, so... Yeah, what is this? Was, what, was, what do you mean? I was chilling, you know, trying to uh-huh. not doing too much stuff. No, I had a carpal tunnel surgery oh, on Tuesday. Yeah. I see. You I walked in the door and you had a sling around oh, your yeah, neck yeah, and yeah. you're you're immobilized. Yeah. And then we walked into the studio. So yeah, I mean, and with a with a vengeance, so, you ripped that sling off so and you we, said, we had, It's time to work. We, we, Keep that door closed. <laughs> That'll be your duties here. But is the uh, nursing staff gonna have it out with you? Yeah, the nursing. Yeah, yeah mother. <laughs> so had this been a, a, a habitual long term problem? This carpal tunnel. Yeah, yeah, it's been bad. So I finally got the surgery for it, and I it was either I did all you know you have to go through all the protocols and all the bullshit. You gotta go through physical therapy and all this other stuff before they finally do the. The cut. The slicey slice. Yeah, yeah. But it's pretty cool. Cool nurse staff. The doctor was very cool. So it was in and out, dude. Like 30 minutes. What's involved in it? Do they really like get in there and cut stuff up? Or dude, those... yeah. It's surgery, man. Yeah. Do yeah, they like yeah, cut yeah, up yeah. like nerves or something? Uh, Is it a nerve issue? They went in through the hand. So, and I'll be taking this bandage off here. Today is the day that I take mm-hmm. them off. And that's your good hand. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, that, a, that's I'm, your pitching arm. And I'm left-handed. So, yeah, it's a pain in the ass. It sucked being right-handed for five or six days. Well, oh, I'll tell you yeah. that much. Driving, I couldn't text and drive. No, 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 I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't drive and drink coffee. Let's put it that way. <laughs> you can't drive with your off hand? No, man. I can just do one hand. You know, I just can't, you know, can't do it. I can't drive with my elbow or, you know. Oh, wow. You know, I know the, the streets here are straight. There's no curves involved, but yeah. They did a really good job. They went now, in, they, they cut in my palm a little bit further up from my palm. When I saw where they were marking it, I said, oh, you guys didn't tell me you were going to cut into my tattoo. She <laughs> <laughs> says, no, no, we're just marking it. It won't be in your tattoo. I said, okay, thank you. I was like, oh, there goes the tat. Now, have you trained yourself like they do in the Middle East? Where you don't use your shake, well, I guess that would be off for you. Your left hand would be your... Yeah, your left you hand is yeah. the one that you use for your, you know, your bathroom duties. No, yeah, no. And when I was in the Middle East, I used to have to put my left hand underneath my leg or something like that so I wouldn't be able to eat with my left hand. You know, when there was is that, a, is that the Muslims custom, The custom thing? It's just the crap they give, you know, the doctrinal stuff, you know, that don't mm. do this, don't do that, you might be offended. So it's like, oh, he's eating with the hands that he, he dookie with. with. <laughs> yeah, so, so you see a bunch of guys throwing up. <laughs> I says, oh, wait a minute, let me use my left hand. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> Take that, you suckers. Wow. <laughs> That's just in case you're planning on doing some shit. <laughs> you can have my shit. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Okay. No, but they do. They tell you, no, try oh, to do I anything. Know. I didn't know that was like, yeah, yeah, you couldn't yeah. eat, I guess. I guess you sh- you can wash when you're done, right? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, uh, yeah, the whole thing it's was a ceremonial. Uh, yeah, it's the whole thing is like your left hand is the one that you use the toilet paper with or something like that. Yeah. So, you know, what if you're genetically inclined to And you left? said, this is my good hand. So I'm, I'm going to get super clean. So, well, you know, when I'm walking the streets, I'm going, oh, I wonder if all these people with their left hands chopped off. They were born left handed. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you can't cut off the wiping hand. <laughs> they were using it for something else. Then you know. Then you know what's going on underneath that 
that uh, dress thing. Yes, the yeah, that thing. <laughs> well, you had an adventurous week. Yeah, yeah, it was it was tough, man. It was tough. No, we had no internet for a couple of days. And how did you survive with that? And we could use the phone, so do you that's have, a good thing. Do you have regular like cable service to the house, like for TV, or without internet, could you not stream no, your man, shows was, or anything? No, it was totally uh, what is it, internet based TV. Oh, is, uh, no. <laughs> is very few air channels. I could watch the Flintstones and stuff like that in one of the... Me uh, TV or something? Yeah, Me TV or Grit or... <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, it sucked on Wow. But yeah, that's what we got going on. Well, you have, your phone is big, so you can watch your YouTube videos <laughs> on your oversized phone. And I'm like, what is it you call when the you... The hotspot. The hotspot. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've used a hotspot uh, before. I have it. I just don't know how to use it. We had the thing where... The there was a storm last year, I guess, and the lightning hit our house and it blew up our uh, the modem thing. Right, right. So yeah. we were down for like a day and Ooh, a half or something. You live right next to Best Buy, man. And I was fresh on the tonal train, my my workout machine deal. Oh. So I couldn't miss a day. I had to figure out how to do the hotspot, <laughs> then connect the tonal <laughs> to the hotspot and stream my uh my workout thing priorities through adam priorities the phone <laughs> the priorities <laughs> exactly so if lisa would have wanted something off the internet she was i don't know what you're talking about dear yeah we, just, <laughs> we don't have it what do you want we don't have it <laughs> let's get this going good morning adam good morning tommy today is may the 28th 2022 and it is national Hamburger day. <laughs> Hamburgers. Nice. <laughs> wow. This is something I can get behind right here. Man, I love it, man. You got a big smile this week. I'm talking about, I told you that you do not get uh, too excited out of about the national <laughs> day. <laughs> I was hoping I'd hit this one right on the nail, and I did, evidently. Well, we've, we've progressed. Last week, we'd had a big discussion about hot dogs, <laughs> right? And a, now it was an awesome one. And now we're going on to I laid my hot dog philosophy yeah, down. Yeah. I slammed my hot dog down. Yeah. <laughs> you, you pretty much made it. A, I slapped like, the table with my hot dog. You closed the buns on yes. that one. Um, yeah, we love the hamburgers. Mm, it's one of our favorite they're, foods. They're delicious. Easy, easy to make. Mm-hmm. Delicious with the toppings that we were talking oh, about yeah. with the hot dogs. The same deal. All the delicious toppings. Well, I don't want to get into philosophies about ketchup, but do you use ketchup on a hamburger? If it comes with it from an establishment, oh, I don't say altered in any way. I just when I order something off of the menu, I take it as it comes. You know, Adam, that Burger King is the one that started it having it your way. You know that. Do I go to Burger King? And then then it evolved to everybody else. (laughs) So you could get it. You could get basically a hamburger with whatever you want. Right, right, right. But I assume that whoever put this menu together found the most flavorful combinations. Oh, okay. They they did some sort of scientific test. Okay. So they, they put forth this effort. Who am I to question that? Adam, yes. And the National Day, Adam, it comes out of uh, the nationaldaycalendar.com. Adam, National Hamburger Day on May the 28th, Adam, today Ooh, nice. wraps up National Hamburger Month, and it also ushers in the summer grilling season. Okay. You're a grill master yourself. No, no, no. I, wouldn't, I won't accept that title. I perform above heated coals. I put I put uh, dead animals over those coals. Adam, I I performed overheat myself. 
<laughs> You've overheated? <laughs> yes. Now, now, you said it's the, today, the 28th. Uh-huh. I want to know, have you researched, are there any special hamburger deals at any local facilities no, that we can go enjoy? No, I did enjoy? not. I told you I had an internet oh, issues right. this week. How can so you my, research? So these ideas that were popping in as I was preparing the script weren't uh, mm. able to uh, provide any fruit. That being said, we may be left to our own devices. For today, I mean, National Hamburger Day, go out to your favorite uh, establishment, talk to the waitstaff, Adam. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And let them know, Adam, it's National Hamburger Day. Yes. And you may get a discount of some sort. You know, I don't know. Now, let me know. Are you a fan of the the very thin smashed patty, which is kind of like what you get at like a Freddy's yeah, maybe? Yeah, yeah. The really The really thin kind of extra cooked or or that thick meaty juicy thing which I, which, which is your choice of patty I, i'll go for both i have no issues with any of them mm-hmm. but i prefer the meaty juicy ones mm. and not juicy to the point where they're sogging up the bun okay just juicy enough the juices sprinkle into well, your t- mouth well, as you bite on it well out. typically if they rest for a little bit off of the grill, it'll like release a bit of the juices. Mm-hmm. So then when it's actually applied to the bun, or maybe maybe it sits on the layer of uh, iceberg lettuce or bib lettuce or whatever. Yeah. It could sit on top of there, providing a bit of a seal for the bread so mm-hmm. it doesn't become soggy. That's just, I'm getting hungry and I haven't, <laughs> I haven't ate breakfast yet, Adam. <laughs> Do you always go for cheese? Cheese is extremely optional for me. Why is it extremely I, I do not always go for the cheese. When Awilda's making hamburgers here, her special ones, because she is a grill mistress herself. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I usually don't go with the cheese. I'll go with all the other toppings, mm-hmm. but no cheese. Hmm. Okay. Just because it's Awilda's. Now, like you just said, there's already a hamburger that is pre-prepared. That has the cheese inside of it. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say, the Big Mac isle, right? <laughs> okay. The, the Big Mac. Now, if, if it's National Hamburger Day and you're enjoying a Big Mac, good for you, but that's really not no, 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 in the spirit no, no, of no, the actual no. day. But I'm just saying, that's I'm giving you that as an example. That I one, got you. That one brings actually the cheese and your mouth already now, has wait, a certain does programming. Does it have cheese? Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. To all be beef patty, special sauce, sauce, lettuce, lettuse, cheese. There you okay, go. you're right. Pickles, onions on okay. a sesame, sesame seed bun. bun. Yes. Okay. And sesame seed bun, by the way, are my favorite kind of buns. Well, no, I take that back. But I like the buns from the rimpology that we usually handle. <laughs> and then <laughs> now, explain <laughs> to me why sesame buns okay. are the ones after that. You have you've singled out the sesame seed bun. Why? Because the sesame seed does not provide any flavor. Is it a texture thing? It's the texture Is it something thing. that yes. gets caught in your teeth or it's something like te- this? the texture thing. And I also, actually, it does provide a flavor if it's toasted, you know, like the bread was t- was toasted or the bread was put onto the grill. Wow. It gives it a certain, uh, like when you have a, an Asian dish, it has that, sure. the sesame sure. seeds the inside. Seasoning. Hmm. The way it's set in your mouth and all that. But check this out, hamburgers, Adam. Seasoned ground beef, grilled and place between two slices of bread or a bun. We even top them with sautéed onions, Adam. Mm. Peppers, pickles, sliced onions, or cheese. Add condiments such as ketchup, mustard, and mayo. Any of these combinations create a modern American version of a hamburger, Adam. Yes. 
pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I like them with basically anything. I don't deal. I don't deal well with the sticky kind. Like if they'll throw them into some kind of a barbecue sauce or then mm. stick them inside the bun and all that. What? I, yeah, that's not what I do. Yeah, that sounds a bit criminal to me. I don't. I just don't do it. You know, I just mm-hmm. there's something about that makes because I like ketchup on my burger and I also like mustard. That's that's standard. Those two things have to go together. And you know, I am a spicy mustard. Mm-hmm. A person that barbecue sauce kind of sets it off, or the teriyaki sauce sometimes. What? Throw, yeah, yeah. These there's some weirdo burgers. There's no, but if you go like to let's say to the Red Robin, they have all kinds right there. Is that the one where they put the pineapple on there too? Yeah, yes. It, it's not that bad. It's just like uh, you're trying to wrestle all that into your mouth and it's slipping all over the place. So. I think you, when you're ordering something like that, you really don't want a burger. You want something else. And this is the closest thing that they have to that something else. Could be. That's what I think. I mean, I like, I said, I like my burgers as as simple as they come, you know, just like with all those condiments that I just mentioned. And, you know, I'll throw in some relish in there maybe. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I if Rush. I, yeah, I'll throw some some relish in there. It gives it a nice little flavor. I've had them with the egg. I like. Oh that. yes, I, I've done that's, the reg. That's yeah. not. That's not. Is that bad. the royal burger. I believe so. The yeah, royal. That's yes. pretty good. It's not bad at all. Absolutely. It reminds me of breakfast. You break that yolk oh, and mm. you get that drizzle oh, yeah. of the that's gooey yolk. Yeah. Yes, that's, we're gonna have to. This is very. We good. may have to head out to IHOP. Yeah, this is gonna be a short episode. Let's end it and go out and celebrate <laughs> National Hamburger Day. Adam, fire up the grill and get some patty started. Will you add cheese and make it a double, Adam? Mm. I can't deal with doubles. That's another thing I don't deal with. I prefer a big, thick patty uh-huh. and no doubles. What's, well, the, you dub- what's the reason if you double it when you can just go ahead and get a big patty? You would it? double it up if you had a thinner patty. Yeah, I don't do that. Right? I don't do that. And you could put your cheese in between the two patties, right? Mm-hmm. So that would be like a little cradle for the cheese. Mm-hmm. It kind of, you know, keeps becomes a self-contained. Mm-hmm. Almost you could just eat that if you're going to be on one of those uh, low-carb diets or something. I where you did- want to take the bun out. Oh. I did once. I prepared a patty with mozzarella inside of it. Okay. Oh, that like, was really good. like a chicken cordon bleu. Yeah, where, where the sh- the shit is like packed inside. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh. it was really good, man. That what? was awesome. Mozzarella. Yeah. That's you got to try that out. Yeah, and it's not that difficult to do because you know you could just get the square mozzarella slice, maybe a quarter of an inch if you want, a little bit thicker if you want. Yeah. Then you know take the, that meat and. Surround it, Adam. Does it cook to a point where surround all that meat with the mozzarella? Excuse me, surround all that mozzarella with the meat. <laughs> Say so, again. So it is it come to the point where the mozzarella, when it cooks to a certain level, the mozzarella starts to ooze out oh, a little bit. This sounds pretty good. And then my second favorite thing is burnt cheese. So you're gonna have some burnt. The cheese. burnt cheese is gonna go Isn't out onto good, the little. Man? Uh, <laughs> That's so good. This is really. This is it. This is it right there. Clock. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> do you go for mayo? I do. Burger? Yeah, I do. I do. I'll okay. do all three condiments all together. And of course, a pickle. A pickle has to go in there. You have to have yeah. pickle chips mm-hmm. on there. Sure. Tomatoes for sure. Yes. Lettuce. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Now here's some other ones here. Like tell me, blue cheese, Adam. Okay. Coleslaw avocados. I've had avocados on my burger. It's oh, yeah. pretty good. I've had like I the guacamole. Stuff. I don't like the guacamole. And I'm gonna tell you why I don't like the guacamole. Mm-hmm. The majority of the guacamole they'll give you in these joints mm-hmm. is cold. I like guacamole like your mother-in-law makes it. Right there on the spot yeah, where, that where it hasn't super fresh that it hasn't been refrigerated. That on top of a burger, dude, is kick ass. And I am not, you know, I'm not a hot eater. You know, like burning your throat, a five alarm fire going down. Oh, spice wise. Yes, that's not spice. That's hot, Adam. Oh, just hot. That's oh, hot. Okay. That's for me. That's hot. Some people call it spice. I call it hot. But 
that guacamole has just that slight flavor mm-hmm. of jalapenos in it, right? Right. I don't like jalapenos, peppers of any kind, inside oh. any of my... Yeah, well, that's no good for you. If you have that fresh guacamole and it has that little sting of jalapeno, because I'm not a... Like I said, I don't eat my guacamole with heavy jalapenos either. We'll go to one of the, rest, one of the Mexican joints here in town. And I'll say, no, no, just a tad bit and get it fresh right at the table, you know, made fresh right at the table. I'll just say, put a little bit of jalapeno in there. That's all I want. Uh, just to give you that little that little stingy action. Do they ever look at you like this guy? Yeah, this guy looks like a Mexican, but he's not. <laughs> <laughs> what was that guy? What was it? Roger Gruden or whatever it was? <laughs> Remember that? John Gruden. John, there you go. Good enough. Close in the zone, Adam, in the zone. <laughs> Remember yeah. that episode. If you want to know what I'm talking about, you need to go back a few episodes. I'm actually about five or six. But yeah, anyway, uh, it also says here fried egg. We talked about that. And barbecue and peanut butter. No, I don't think that's going to happen. No. And then this it says here, this last one says mac and cheese. No, that doesn't do it for what? me. What? Yeah. These are the, just like you say, you have to get that extra. Mm-hmm. I think the burger, which is a completely American deal, okay. is perfect just the way it is with the simple meat, buns, a few tomatoes, some lettuce. Pickle, a little bit of onion, preferably red onion for me. Oh, and it's just one slice of it, just one little one uh, ring, one ring of it. Yes, and uh, that's it. To me, I'm happy. Throw some, maybe some fries on the side. I think we went to uh, Five Guys fairly recently. That's a scrumptious lesson place. And uh, my son, I think, he ordered Very one, one with onion on it. And it didn't come with a ring of onion. It came with like a full slice, <laughs> like a solid slab of onion on top of there. It's like, slow down, he pal. Said, he said, what is it? You think I'm the Grinch or something? <laughs> Remember that scene in the Grinch? Yeah, I do. Where he's just eating onion like an apple. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Adam, check it out. Uh, how do we observe? National Hamburger Day, my friend. Oh, what we're going to do is we're going to fire up the grill because we don't trust anybody else with making our perfect hamburgers. <laughs> and what we're going to do is we're going to strip down to our all togethers and put on that put on that uh, apron, you know, kiss, like the kiss the chef yeah, one, kiss the chef apron. <laughs> uh, but you'll see like the tuft of chest hair and all oh, that stuff. Oh, you know, wow. Right? How manly is that? Yeah, that's really good. And you'll see the big belly on me. That's what you'll see. You're going to pull up your plate of all of your assorted hamburger patties that you've okay, made okay, okay, with the yeah. different types of cheeses one is melted gonna, one on is, top of there. One of them is going to have the mozzarella inside out. One of them have, yes. exactly, because there's going to be a variety. Yes. <laughs> we're going to have a, a smorgasbord oh, of, of man, all these that things. sounds really and good. And then we're going to turn our face to the camera as we're like over the grill, the heat's still going, <laughs> and we're there. <laughs> Sweat is beating off of our naked body. And we're going to say, <laughs> hashtag... National Hamburger Day. Enjoy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't when you're reading over that grill. By any chance, is somebody running for the fire extinguisher to think with your beard? <laughs> singed, my singed beard hair? <laughs> yeah. I don't it's, it's also National Brisket Day. Adam. Oh, brisket is good. Yes. <laughs> it's all about the beef. Yeah, my kind of day. <laughs> you like beef? <laughs> all right, Adam. Oh, I killed the Jedi. I killed the Jedi. <laughs> Adam, today in history, Adam, brought to you from the pages of history.com, Adam. What the hell was that? <laughs> that was Royish Good Looks. Oh, shit. With Hello from the Dark Side. What the hell is Gosila coming up with this bullshit? <laughs> I don't know about this one. It's like, Gosila, where, where the hell you get that shit? I don't know. Oh. 
Adam, he just said that last night, our guest yesterday, was the release of the Obi-Wan. Uh, oh, and he was hyped up about yeah, that, so huh? that's probably what it was where he got this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I, I'm a fan just like you, Gosino. All right, so he's a fan of the uh, yeah. uh, Sith Sith Lords. Is that what I, he's not a Jedi uh, backer? I don't think so, Adam. He has a big tail of his. So that's well, hello that's from the, the dark side. Yeah. I mean, hello. <laughs> oh, okay, Adam. Cool. He said we could expect some content that Star Wars. <laughs> oh, Star Wars theme. Star Wars theme. Oh, that's great. Thank you, Gosino. Cosplay. <laughs> May the 25th, Adam, mm. 1977. Star Wars, Adam. George Lucas's space opera debuted in theaters, mm. Adam. May the 25th yes. be with you. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's May the 4th. Oh, sorry. Get it, get it right. Don't get, the, <laughs> don't, don't get the nerds, Adam, oh, all shit. upset. Yeah. And it was accompanied, Adam, by an instantly iconic score, Adam, by John Williams. John Williams, yes. Who had uh, scored all sorts of fantastic movies. Yes, Adam. Matter of fact, uh, I believe it says here, Fiddler on the Roof, Adam. The what? Poseidon, yes. The Poseidon Adventures, yes. Wow. And Jaws as well. Indiana Jones? Uh, I didn't say that Those on this one. It probably did, yeah. Give me one second here. Let me punch this up real quick. Mm. Let me see if we're still recording. <laughs> we are. <laughs> you know, I, don't want, I don't want to waste any of this great banter we're having. Oh, no. That <laughs> would <Yeah>. suck. <laughs> <laughs> we're bullshitting around. I'm looking for the internet to answer your question. But yes, Adam, to... Uh, to answer your question, he did. It was Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes, if there was Williams, if there was any fan, Williams, yeah. fantastic music score in a movie, it was probably done by John Williams. I laughed so hard on Family Guy <laughs> when they did the Star Wars parody. The Star Wars send-up, yeah. Yeah, something about where they were going to do the music, and I don't know, I can't remember the actual scene. And I said, oh, this is crazy. They even incorporated John Williams into the uh, Family Guy episode. Even funnier. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Anyway, but not to get off too far away from our subject here. Star Wars throws audiences with groundbreaking special effects from ships whizzing through space to intense lightsaber battles to mm -hmm. otherworldly creatures. Fans will return to the theaters time and time again during this year. Oh. Thank you. That's not actually a uh, TIE fighter, Adam. <laughs> That's a... What the hell is a plane going on? This, uh, <laughs> I think so we're being early. buzzed. Yeah, no Somebody's kidding. buzzing yeah, the tower. Shit, man. Making the film the most successful that year. At over, Adam, seven, $775 million at the box office. And this is 19, and 1977 1977, yes. Yeah, that's, that's huge. Isn't that crazy? And laying the groundwork for one of the most celebrated film franchises of all time, exactly. That's pretty cool. Are you hyped up for this uh, the show? Have you have you watched any of now this? Let me, let me Obi Wan. Let me, let me mute Gosito oh. for sure. Is it uh, is it specifically about Obi Wan? It's uh, this one is set between uh, chronologically. If you're going to use oh, the, the episodes, this one is set between uh, the death of Anakin when he goes into that volcano planet and he fights with Obi Wan, and then uh, they. They take the twins and that uh, Padme has, and this is, would be episode three. You know, death of Anakin when he went. Not, he didn't die. He didn't die. Excuse me. When when Anakin oh, was, oh, okay. was was disfigured. Episode three. Episode three chronologically. But yes. the sixth movie in the sixth movie in, sequentially. Yes. But anyway, died. so if we're gonna go chronologically, this series oh. of Obi Wan is nestled between. Is that a right word? Nestled. Nestled. Sure. Oh, I'm getting good. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm listening to what you're saying. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's uh -huh. nestled between the bosoms of. Uh, uh -huh. <laughs> see, I, I think nestled, Adam, so, I immediately think okay. of bosoms. But between yeah. between but, three uh, and four. Yes, between three and four. 
That's, but that's how it's going to work. That's how it's supposed to work. Doesn't the Obi Wan Wan Wan? <laughs> doesn't it's he? Not, it's not Obi Wan. No. He looks. He looks young, right? So there's a good amount of time that's going to pass in between three and four. Actually, I want to. I don't want to ruin it for anybody because you know I don't want hate mail and hate on on ruining Star Wars. There is an explanation of how he got that old. Oh. Yes. Oh, was the force being drained? He <laughs> some forced drainage. I'm just saying there was, there'll be some kind of an explanation, yes, because, you know, obviously oh. the nerdverse went crazy for the past three or four months since this has been going on mm. because the, the hype was between Boba Fett and this. Once Boba Fett was over with, okay, now we can concentrate on, on Obi-Wan. So the nerdverse just went crazy. And at that point, I shut off all the blogs and all that shit oh. that I'm on because I don't want to ruin get spoiled. it. Yeah, yeah, I don't want it ruined. Okay. You know, I told you I'm basically a movie guy. So but what I, you're saying I really is don't care for the lore. There is some... The only lore that I care for is the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> that I won't shut my blogs we, off. We know that. No doubt. But there's going to be some incident or something that is going to sap him of years of youth i would hope so yeah you would hope so could it just be worry could it just be a worry ward <laughs> could be because <laughs> that ages you so, could be so, could be so yeah much. could be he's in tatooine too maybe he's the kind of space caucasian that that heat messes him <laughs> i don't know so get that white boy off of his planet yeah. Yeah, white cracks. <laughs> Black don't crack. I got you. <laughs> well, lizard cracks as well. They're able to maintain it. Oh, anyway, that's true. Yeah, so it's one of those things that you'll you'll have to, Adam, stream. You won't have to tune in, Adam. You'll have to stream I'm still to up, figure out. I'm still on number three, episode number three of the Boba Fett. I, I haven't quite what progressed. What is your problem? <laughs> I keep forgetting because I have so many of these streaming channels. Yeah. I keep forgetting because Disney is all the way down here. Oh no, that's not good. I mean, it's all the way to the right. So you have. I have to like almost. I have to go to the right more and more to actually get it to appear on the screen. That means you haven't seen Moon Knight either. Uh, Oh, this is the guy with the split personalities, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I saw some online outrage or something (laughs) about that, but yeah. (laughs) So I haven't seen that. So Moon Knight. uh, Wait a minute. Knight was stuck in there to kind of like. That's like a Marvel thing, isn't it? It's all Marvel. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a different MCU different universe. Adam, uh, MCU Adam, Marvel oh comic God. universe. Yes, it's too much to keep up with. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, we we're, we're really off of Star Wars here. <laughs> Let's go right back to it. Lucas wanted the a trio of unknowns for the central good guys, Adam, and uh-huh. thus here comes Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, and Carrie Fisher, starring in the roles of Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, and Princess Leia. I know those. So three. he accomplished that. So uh, Williams creates the symphonic score, and this is what we're talking now, not Lucas, but John Williams, mm-hmm. creates a symphonic score that includes leet motifs. And leet motifs are musical phrases specific to each main character, like, Adam, okay. Darth Vader. Sure, the sure. The ominous Imperial right. March. Imperial yes. March, yeah, I got it. Yep, they are also incorporated into a thundering opening theme as yellow words scroll over the screen for the first time. That'll grab you by the throat at that point. Go, listen. <laughs> Process this thing. Yes. And go out to the Nerdverse and execute your execute, nerd yes. Execute for me. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. We should all have known that's, all of these things. That's all, not These old specific musical cues throughout the, the thing to try to already set the mood and tell you, oh, we're dealing with the bad guys right yes. now. This, you know, this week in 1977, I was 12 years old. Were you taken by the Star Wars fever? I, I had no money to go to the theaters. 
Oh, no. At the time, we were living in Chicago. I did read the novel, though. Oh, I did. Read is it that. one of those things where the book is better than the movie? No, because I actually the the novel itself was the movie. There is some explanations a little bit better on there, whatnot. Mm. Uh, but I did read that before, and I also read the comic book, which I have all six of them, Adam. Uh, original comics when they came out from Marvel of Star Wars of the movie. Oh, and I read Mad Magazine as well. <laughs> <laughs> you had it covered. You had all your bases yes, covered, yes, didn't sir. you? When I saw the movie, I want to say on VHS. Uh, the first movie that I saw in theaters was The Empire Strikes Back. Oh, okay. I did not get to well, see that's the next one. I did not get to see the glorious explosion of the Death Star. Until I went to do the uh, the marathon, I saw mm. the marathon of those first three in the theaters before episode one, which was the fourth. Didn't they have a thing at some point where they just went and they redid all of the original movies, where they like enhanced them, added an extra scene here or there oh, yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that? Is that the what you're talking yes, about? That's what I'm talking about? Oh, okay, yes. gotcha. To me, I was so I was so hype to see the theater get lit up when the Death Star exploded. I wanted to see that. Okay. Got to see it and I'm like, oh okay. And I <laughs> and that was did it, it. did it meet no, your no, expectations? No, no. I just oh. it, Yeah, it did. You know, I mean, oh, okay. but I, it didn't catch me by surprise. It had it was well, a, I hope not. It was spoiled. You read about it already. Yeah, well I was it was spoiled so but it was cool in in a sense that I actually got to finally see it after I don't know how many years it had been released, maybe 12, 13 years at that point. Okay. So, yeah, 77, I saw it in 97. So, oh, no, 20 years, actually. Mm. I remember seeing those in uh, Edwardsville, Illinois, is where I went to see that. <laughs> and that marathon. And, and I also remember that day, the cosplayers were out there. You know, this is way before. Oh, it's just like the first day that you open up? Yeah, this is. So, the, yeah, all this, the weirdos this, are out this there. Was, yeah, it was really cool because it's a college town. Uh, SIUE is there. It was awesome. It was just like, wow, these guys are having a lot of fun. And it was this is way before you actually cosplay like they're cosplaying today. So they're all drunk out there in the mm. parking lot. And they had lightsabers and on. Then here comes the sheriff. Put It makes everybody put their oh, stuff be, away. Because they're weapons? <laughs> yeah. Mm. And yeah. I said, man, these are kids. They're having fun. You know, I was having a good time watching them. Yeah. I had my chair out there waiting for the theater to open up. So I was having a good time. Jeez. Yeah. But that's what Star Wars does to you, man. And that insane fandom started back in 1970. Who would know? I mean, who would know? I mean, I I see all the the uh, what is it? The documentaries on it, how they went, they came about with the special effects, how they they came about their budget and whatnot. And another, go ahead, man. I, I see this. This is probably the genesis of your super fandom. It was probably the start. It was this Star Wars universe? But now I would think this one has fallen to probably third in your series of fandom. I think you'd probably put uh, Marvel Universe and Lord of the Rings above your Star Wars fandom. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Even though I would say Lord of the Rings is right now above my Marvel fandom. Yeah, those were kind of adjustable. I didn't yeah, know, but I yeah. figured that both of those were more so. Because Lord of the Rings haven't let me down yet. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the other two have blemishes on yeah. the record. Well, th that's the thing. They kept the purity to the, to the actual story to an extent. I told you my story about the Lord of the Ring real quick. Uh, I didn't go see the first one in the theaters either. Mm. I had you were capable though. I had my you could have. I had my nose up to it, Adam. I said there <laughs> there is no way mm. they're gonna capture a story like Lords of the Rings in the theater okay. in a movie. Okay, and oh boy, was I was wrong. <laughs> so, so it went through its entire theater run, and yes, you never watched. I, I was TDY for a couple of months when when I had a chance to go see it. I just 
blew it off. I didn't say it. And then finally, when the DVD came out, I said, oh, my God, I can't believe I missed this. You know, <laughs> and again, just like the Star Wars, I had to wait until the, the marathon, uh, the marathon happened. happened. Yeah. And that's got to be like a 10 hour marathon. Uh -huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And check this out. Here's correlation between Star Wars and that one. When Gandalf is fighting the Balrog inside. What's the, the Balrog? The Balrog is the, the demon, has the wings, and he's just fire and, and shadow. Right. He's like a dark shadowy fiery character and they're in the uh they're in casa doom you know that's, they're inside let me oh let my me, god let me slow it down for you right. remember when they were running through like, tunnels and caves and shit like that and there was like uh, did he like, do the thing none shall pass yes that's the, that's what he was fighting right. exactly i was that's what i was getting to right. okay. no, it's gotcha. uh, you shall not pass actually you sorry quote it correctly Adam. Uh, i can't oh, i have it up there but hold oh, there on. he give is give me a second give me a second let's see if it works Oh, does it make it actual? Oh, it speaks. See, there are many different things inside of this studio for all of these universes. He's just crying like a baby. <laughs> that was really anticlimactic. But there are many things in here about the Lord of the Rings universe. There's many... Star Wars yes, I packaging over here. So all sorts. Studios Marvel very, characters everywhere. Dante Co-op Promotion Studios, Adam, is a very colorful studio. With, it's my museum to my greatness. But yeah, but anyway, long story short is to correlate. <laughs> oh, shit. What is, I hope you have nothing a lot to do this, this morning. <laughs> Check it out. So <laughs> that's why we get up so early. There was that one scene that I told you that lit up the the uh, the theater. The explosion, the explosion of the, uh, of the star, star right. base thing. So yes. when... After Gandalf says, you shall not pass, and him and the Balrog, you know, get into it, and the Balrog's able to grab a Gandalf by the ankle and pulls him down. They start going down into this abyss. Oh, this is when he changed from uh, gray to white. Yes, yes. later he, on. He, yes. he came back as white. This is the preamble to that. So before okay. that happens, they're fighting. They're going down these caves, and they're just dropping and falling and whatnot. Yeah. And then when they're gonna clear, there's okay. they're about to hit a lake. Now it's all dark in there because obviously it's the it's the the uh, dungeons like, of Casa like Doom. Yes, yeah. it's a pit. So when they come in, yeah, into that one take, the fire of the Balrog lights up Ooh. that room. So I'm like, I did see that. And by the way, that one did not let me down. Like a tear came out of my <laughs> eye. <laughs> they did it. They really they did it. I'm so I'm so happy. And I saw this in this 52 foot screen. <laughs> With, with incredible sound, yeah. Uh -huh. But yeah, that was that's my correlation of seeing both number one movies, not not seeing them in the theater. So yeah. So if you miss a, a movie out there, just don't you know don't pay attention to any of the spoiler alerts, and you'll have a. Good and time as we're speaking it. of movies, this weekend opening up Top Gun Maverick. Oh wow! I mean, oh, okay. What else do you uh, want? I see that you're really excited. Tom there. Tom Cruise, babe. I, TC. I, I, listen, you're very excited there, Adam. Yeah, I'm not as excited. Well, I know because there are no orcs or or, or <laughs> in other planetary creatures. I, I did like or his, anything like this. I did like his American Samurai movie. He had a sword, like you know, like in the Lords of the. The Rio. Last Samurai. Oh, there you go. Good enough. See, I know my TC <laughs> in, movies. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you know, he's dreamy. <laughs> Money in the bank. This guy. Yeah. yeah if he yeah. puts it out there, it's going to be good. It's, he has good movies. I also like the ones where he guest stars, like when he was on a, what was it? Tropic Th Thunder. Tropic Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That's a great that's a great <laughs> performance there. One of his best, if you ask me. That should have been an Oscar winner right there. No Adam. argument here. Yeah, Adam, to close this out, William, uh, 
you know, cleverly disguised all these things throughout his uh, songs that he had composed and whatnot anyway. But the icing on the cake, Adam, yes. Adam was the disco version remade by Miko. I don't know if you ever remember that. But. No, but that, that was from the Carpal Tuttle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> tried, tried to grab your, you use your cast to try oh. to grab the, the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you heard about me. All right. Adam. Yeah. 50 cents, Adam. 50 cents? 50 cents. That's right. P-I-M-P's a pimple. That spells pimp, yeah. Pimples, lizzles. <laughs> We're not, no, this is not the rap Israel. Don't put away your encyclopedia there, Adam, okay? I was getting it out. So, no, 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 Adam. This is uh, Today in Sports History, Adam. Okay. Brought to you from the pages of history.com. On this day, Adam, mm-hmm. also dot com slash sports, Adam, May the 27th, 2014, Adam. Yeah. Rapper 50 Cent threw out, Adam, the first pitch of the Mets game, missing the catcher oh, by I'm, at least 50 uh, feet. <laughs> Excuse me, Adam. <laughs> I was gonna, by, by at least 20 feet, Adam. I was going to say an absolute strike, right? <laughs> <laughs> Did he hit the backstop? <laughs> no. <laughs> he hit the guy who's selling beer <laughs> on the first baseline. Yeah, that was a good moment in history. It's unforgettable. For some reason, everybody picks on 50 cents for that one. You know, you expect this macho type just to throw a fastball down right through the middle. And who was the catcher back then? Isn't he better know. at catching bullets? <laughs> he caught nine bullets. <laughs> Hadn't he been as shot? A, as a matter of fact, I considered that for the Rapizzle. That was one of the Rapizzle uh, uh-huh. events of this week whenever that was. Oh, really? Yes. Jeez. That's when he quit whatever he was going through, and then he decided to draw G-Unit! So, so we don't really know what all of those bullets struck. It probably <laughs> hit his throwing arm. Uh, so <laughs> maybe his musculature is off, and he's unable to time the actual release or something. We can blame that on uh, the, the bullets. Adam, all I can tell you is when these Rapizzle guys are getting bullets fired at them, their junk is the one... <laughs> <laughs> Their junk is the one that's deflecting the most, bullets. It's the most prominent feature. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's like, it was the Tupac and then... Oh, you shoot bullets yeah. at me? Hang, <laughs> hang, hang. <laughs> you look like Steve Martin doing that. But yeah, <laughs> two wild and crazy guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's a good thing. The Rapizzle fans, if they're getting shot at Adam, they should be considering... I don't pulling out their, you know, their deflector. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they could get like that one guy from the What the Free Hall is from last week where he has his sewn on oh, his yeah. arm. <laughs> so you got two you, of them. You could never guess. It's like right there. <laughs> I don't know, but let's get back to let's, <laughs> let's get back to today's sports, Adam. Okay. Here's the coolest part about the story. Yeah, sure. You know, they made fun of uh, 50 cents and all that for doing his uh, horrible throw and whatnot. But. Did you know? Sports card company, Adam. Tops. (laughs) (laughs) They wanted to commemorate the occasion. (laughs) Later produced, Adam, a baseball card commemorating the moment. Oh, great. (laughs) How you like that? (laughs) I'm sure the fans are lining up for that one. I wonder if he appreciates that. Does he have to to sign autographs on that thing? (laughs) (laughs) I would say that would be cool to get him to do one. Yeah, it would. So anyway, do you want to know what the back of the card says, Adam? (laughs) I can't wait. (laughs) They were kind to him. I'm going to spoil it for you, Adam. When it comes to memorable ceremonial first pitches, Mm. 50 Cent is certainly... In the club. <laughs> <laughs> In the club. I get it. 
<laughs> they didn't go down. Uh, it's certainly P I M P. No, they do the pimpizzle, and then, <laughs> the, then it says the queen, <laughs> the Queensborn rap star was invited to do the honors before the Mets game in May 2014, wearing Adam a number 50 jersey and opting to work from the rubber. So he went oh. the full distance, which probably makes it worse. Probably does. <laughs> yeah. The Southpaw busted out a small leg kick and then <laughs> we're describing the actual activity. Okay. <laughs> Adam and then it is and unleashed Adam. <laughs> A pitch that nearly went and hit the photographer at about 20 feet. What they didn't put in there is that he's actually right-handed. So he was throwing with his bad arm. <laughs> That's what it was. I don't you ever think that 50 Cent would be making it on the sports page. He never did that. <laughs> no. No, you didn't. What do we got here, Adam? Well, this is a band called Lucky Strike Hollywood playing Diamond Dogs. That I did recognize, Adam. Thought you would. It's pretty good. It's rocked out. Really good. Mm-hmm. Some good, some good thunder down How's there. How's the vocals on this? Let's see. Okay. Live. Yeah. Was Ooh. it a, was that a club scene? Probably fan a, film. A little low in the mix, but uh, yeah, oh. yes, it's a very live recording. Adam, I like that you said low in the mix. Oh, Adam. That means that you know something about tracking. Oh, no. Do I? <laughs> I'm tracking with you. Adam, today in rock history, Adam. Mm-hmm. Brought to you from the pages of history.com. Today in music, Adam.com. Songfacts.com. Mm-hmm. And, of course, classicbands.com, Adam. Yeah. 1974. May the 24th. 1974. I know you're not a Bowie fan, Adam, but... Bowie, got it. He released his mm-hmm. eighth studio album, Diamond Dogs. Yay! All right. That's exciting. <laughs> That's good. You've heard that song a bunch of times. Yeah, sure. I've it's heard a, it. Sure, It's sure, a great sure. song, man. Yeah. I love it, yeah. The cover art featured Adam. Did mm. I send you a copy of this? You need to come over here and look at this. Oh, oh wait a minute. Uh, it did not... Uh, Adam, I was going to show it to you, but evidently it didn't make it through oh, okay. uh, with my mess of the internet. I'm going to blame the internet and all this, no uh, all these mistakes we're having this week. But anyway, the cover art features Bowie as a striking half-man, half-dog, Adam, grotesquely painted by a Belgian artist, whatever the hell's name is. I'm mm. going to say that. It was controversial as the full painting clearly showed, Adam, the hybrid dog's genitalia. Genitalia? Yes, was the red rocket exposed? <laughs> now, was, Adam, it, was it on the dog side now, or the man side? Uh, let, me, let me look it up real quick on uh, on the internet, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> so here it is right here. Let me zap it to you real quick. Okay, let me see. Oh, bing. You should have oh, it right there now. he is. Hi. <laughs> there, there he is. Now, saying hi to his, uh, <laughs> to, his dog, to his dog penis, Adam. Well, yeah, I was wondering, you know, they arranged this picture like, you know, you, you take a picture of your little pooch laying on uh, the ground. Uh, actually, it, it's definitely a Caucasian uh, dog. Oh. <laughs> Adam, it didn't have the red button. It didn't have the red button, Adam. No, it didn't. <laughs> That'd be a little over the line. Don't you think? A little, <laughs> yeah, little yeah. way over the line. Yeah, way, way too much. So that's caused that much controversy. But again, you know, it's mm. 19, what, 74? I, I guess. So. Who knows? You're not excited one bit, though. But you know what? Forget well, that. Let's, David Bowie. What are you going to do? <laughs> let's move on. Respect the Bowie. Let's go. 
Oh, yeah. You know this one, don't you? Oh, don't yeah. You? This is my song. We saw this live, Adam. You and I. Yeah, we did. We paid through the nose for that one, too. Yes, it was awesome. <laughs> I'd pay it again, Adam. Yeah, no doubt. Adam, this is Wings, Adam, and Silly Love Songs. Yeah. Yes, it is. Did you hear that bass when it kicks in, Adam? Yeah. You don't say nothing about... Uh, you like you enjoy you, that, don't you? You don't say shit about uh, what? Paul McCartney's bass when it kicks in. <laughs> <laughs> Have you tackled any of uh, Paul McCartney's bass uh, work? Yes, and uh, maybe I'm amazed. Yes, I know oh. I know that entire song. Okay. So it's pretty awesome. And But I like the Faces version of it live for some reason. Wow. Anyway, okay. Uh, 19 said that's where that's the one that I learned how to play because you could rock it out a little bit more. But anyway, that's another story. Mm-hmm. 1976, Adam, May the 22nd, 1976. Wings started a five week run, Adam, at number one in the US single charts with silly love songs. Now, here's the deal I avoid Michael Jackson stories, I avoid uh, Beatles stories because there's so many of them. Okay. I try to stay to something that's obscure, but I did find a very cool note, an obscure note about this song. I hope to catch you completely uh, by surprise. You might. McCarthy's fifth US number one Okay. since leaving the Beatles. Yeah. Now, Paul was often teased at him by music critics as well by former bandmate and friend, Mr. John Lennon. Okay, what were he, what were he being teased about? What, Check what's this out. On? For writing lightweight songs, so oh, he wrote his this. His response yes. was silly love songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because that is kind of his forte. That's kind of what he is in the business of doing. Adam, all I got to say is, take that. Man, that's good work. Take that. Oh, and by the way, I'm going to take that all the way to the bank, baby. <laughs> also, you did know. You did not know that. No, I didn't know that. For they, so they were fucking with him because he wrote bullshit songs. And oh, by the way, let me write this one. Yeah. And bam. And number, I'll make a number one hit out of this. Number one. <laughs> take that. Oh, and, and uh, music critics, suck it, baby. Yeah. Like, you know, you know, Adam, like that wrestler. Oh, yeah. X-Pac. The, you know. the one that likes to... <laughs> Signal his genitalia. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's what he was. This telling. is for you. So, hey, John, John Lennon. <laughs> Second, <it>, baby. <laughs> Settle down, class. It's this week's rockin' higher education lesson on Led Zeppelin 101 with Professor Adam Lee. Right. Hold up, Adam. Play it for me, baby. Mm. Tommy? Trampled under my foot. (laughs) Hold up. How many more times? He just said it. You shook me. I need to start. I need to start listening to the first part. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes the those title is never in there. Um, but this is from their very first album. Okay. Covering some old blues classic. Oh, yes. Yeah. Did they give credits to? <laughs> did they give yeah, credits to every? Okay, good. A little bit. Uh, as a young man, Jimmy Page contracted infectious mononucleosis. Oh, hold up! Hold up! Adam. Zeppelin me, baby. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> now it's time. As a young man, Jimmy Page contracted infectious mononucleosis. Oh, wow. Glandular fever. 
He had been touring around Britain with a group called Neil Christian and the Crusaders. Oh, wow. He became unable to travel and was under doctor's orders requiring months of rest and recovery. Mm. Jimmy briefly attended the Sutton Art College in Surrey when he came to a personal conclusion about the intention behind art. That conclusion was art had to shock. Hmm? In an interview, Page said he envisioned a stage backdrop of a Japanese flag, a Confederate flag, even a Nazi flag. Oh. The mission being to antagonize the audience out of their inhibitions. The past is the past, but it can shock people, and sometimes they really need to be disturbed. Was the message commit genocide? <laughs> I'm going to pass you a picture. Oh, okay. Tommy. Oh, damn it. <laughs> can you get that with your surgically repaired hand? Ooh. Perhaps it was this inspiration that led to the onstage use of his Nazi stormtrooper outfit <laughs> that was first revealed in Chicago in 1977. Ooh, wow. That uniform consisted of boots. I can see that. Jotpers, or basically uh, horse riding pants, mm. you know, and a hat complete with a Nazi insignia. Oh, wow. I wonder if uh, Lemmy had actually... Maybe. <laughs> so was, similar. ...was inspired by this. <laughs> Maybe. Wow. The odds uh, are this occurred at a time that this clothing choice could have been seen as an artistic statement. Oh, no kidding. Uh, there was little noted outrage. In fact, years later, a run of 3,000 knucklebones rock icon figurines featuring the stormtrooper Jimmy Page with Gibson double-neck guitar were, quick, were produced and quickly sold out. So, legend has it that the most popular location that Jimmy Page was spotted donning the stormtrooper outfit... Alabama? ...was to nearby drag bars when on tour to do heroin with the performers. Oh. Purely for shock value. The origin of Jimmy Page's stormtrooper costume is our Zeppelin 101 wow. this week. Adam, anything racist, Adam. <laughs> turns me off. It was only shocking. It was only for the shock value. Turn, 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 turn. And we played You Shook Me, but it's, it's almost because you shock me, almost. Oh, that, that's how that works, Adam. <laughs> it's really close. Really close. This weekend. Oh, yeah. Yes. Adam. Yes. You know who this is, right? This well, is Kiss. Right. This is Kiss, Adam. <laughs> what are the chances? Since we're in history, I have one guess. Sure know something. This is a live version. Next yeah. Time. yeah. I think this is like the symphonic. Oh. Uh, this is the one version. that had a bunch of, bunch of guy, a, a, a bunch of musicians on stage dressed like Kiss and all that. Yes. Oh. But they're back there with all their strings and whatever they do back there. Excellent. Probably in Australia, I think, is where that one came from. You would know. Yeah. <laughs> Adam sure knows something. Great song. Hey, do me a favor, Adam. Push back my little uh, Hard Rock Cafe Got it. shot glass there with the Kiss uh, uh, golf ball. <laughs> <laughs> I see it. Oh. <laughs> yes, please. Thank you. 
Get it right. Make that kiss level. Absolutely, yes. It was all off kilter. Uh, May the 23rd, 1979, Adam. Yes. Kiss released Dynasty, Adam. Oh, yes. I think he pronounced it in this little clip right here. Oh, he he did? pronounced it oh, as. Oh, before that? He pronounced it Dynasty oh. because that's the way they say it wherever they were performing. A little side, Dynast, Dynast. A little side note, Adam. Okay. Dynasty, mm. right? Oh. Is the font <laughs> which kiss letters, Adam. Mm. Kiss lithograph oh. is done. That's how that is called. So whenever you see anything. Spelled in kiss fashion, mm -hmm. that font is called Dynasty. Di Dynasty. Dynasty. Di Dynasty from their album. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is good trivia. You like that, don't you? That's pretty good. I'll be quizzing you on that three years. <laughs> three years from now, Adam. Dynasty. <laughs> is that a hyphenated word, Dynasty? Uh, yeah, I think so. I can't okay. remember that. That I, I won't go that deep on it, Adam. But sure, <laughs> it was a side note, Adam, for well, some I reason. I want to know for my I, notes. I don't know enough, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, anyway, it was the first time, Adam, that the four original members of KISS mm -hmm. did not perform, did not, Adam, mm -hmm. perform together on an entire album. Oh, okay. Also, Adam, the uh, album mm -hmm. was listed under two genres. One was hard rock. Good. And the other one, Adam, was disco. Disco? <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what song that was, Adam? Uh, I know, I know that song. What is it? What is the song? I know it. I know what it is. I was made for. I was made for loving you, or something like that. Is that what it is? Yes, I, was, I was made for loving you, Adam. <laughs> One of their big hits. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, lesser known song on that, which would have been again would have been sure. No, something was was one. Uh, I was made for loving you was the other. Mm -hmm. Uh, actually, I have a story about I was made for loving. I was watching uh, and the reunion tour. I was out there for that show. I remember Paul Stanley saying to the crowd, you know, a couple of years ago, we got a bad rap for this song that we wrote was from uh, the disco uh, era. You know, and he, you know yeah. he said sarcastically, the disco era. No. So uh, me and the guys came up maybe with a better version that you may like. And one, two, three, four. Doo -doo, and they were just completely rocked out. It just, oh. it knocked out the entire stadium that we were at. I was like, wow, yeah. That would have been way better. Really? <laughs> There's also another side note on that. <laughs> this is a full of side note today. Ace Fraley and his uh, biography or his book, uh, No Regrets, mm -hmm. says this is one of the, the licks that piss him off the most is that one lick off of the uh, I Was Made, I was made for, for Loving You. Yeah, yeah. It was so non-creative. So just, vanilla? Yes. Mm. Anyway, enough of side notes. A lesser known song off of that album, Dynasty, but still resonated awesomely with the fans was a Stones song, 2000. Yes. Yeah. It was from the Stones album, 1969, uh, Their Satanic Majesty's Request. Mm, okay. So, yeah, that's where that one came off of. Is that one of your favorites as well? Uh, I like 2000, man. Sure. It, how would you rank this album compared to Dynasty? most of their original stuff? Oh, man, it's, it's low. It's original low. Yeah, stuff. It's oh, really? That, it's not that high. Hmm. It really isn't. Dynasty is more uh, kiss and hype and... Uh, a lot of pop music, kind of like the popular era. Like, you know, we're not going to rock up as much. We're gonna, They're more following the trend yes, or something at the gonna, time. Yes, we're going to be part of the bandwagon here. Okay. 
And it's notable, you know, 19, 1970s, that's the way it was going. At this point, the popularity of disco, the Bee Gees had already tore everything up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturday Night Fever, not that that's bad. I like that music. Still, when you want your rock heroes to uh, perform, Judas Priest didn't go and do a uh, disco or didn't do a, well, what was it? The, when Judas Priest uh, took off with uh, Screaming for Vengeance, they didn't come back and do a uh, Thomas Dolby kind of new wave you know they stuck right. to their guns so did iron maiden and, you know it is what it is but the Bee Gees were so huge i guess uh kiss just wanted to oh. cut a little slice of yeah, that yeah, for yeah, themselves yeah, yeah, yeah uh before recording this album adam kiss members were working separately on various demos also peter chris recorded and submitted four tracks that were out of control rumber dirty living and there's nothing better dirty living and rumber were the only ones that were unreleased officially by the band on the surface Chris was crumbling. You know, he was having alcohol problems and everything mm-hmm. else. So that was maybe the... Oh, and by the way, this is the last album that Chris actually worked on because the next album was, I want to say, Unmasked. Let me see if, that, if I'm right. Uh, yes, Unmasked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was where they had brought in Eric Carr. Eric Carr, sure. Mm-hmm. And I think right. that one, then Un- Unmasked was the last record that Ace Fraley worked on. So this feels like it's not a, a not a high point. Mm-mm, no, it's not. Okay. But it is Kiss Story. It's still, yeah, because Dynasty with all that still, you know, sold a ton of records. And crowd's going to stick with what they're going to stick. So Sure. So that's all I have, man. There's, if you notice my Kiss history. Yeah. It's <laughs> dying out of the <laughs> I can't help it, you know. They don't wear any Nazi um, uh, regalia? Oh, I wouldn't think so. <laughs> Not Gene? No. <laughs> Are you nuts? Yeah. <laughs> that was Kiss Me, baby. Yeah, let's move on. Oh, I know who this is, Adam. Go ahead and intro this sucker, huh? Well, this is Van Halen. Woo-hoo-hoo. And this song is AFU, Naturally Wired. Not for the uh, popular crowd. This was not pop radio right here. No, no. Probably not even a radio track at all. 1988, May the 27th, 1988. Mm -hmm. Adam, the Monsters of Rock Tour. Mm. With the lineup of, check it out, Metallica, the Scorpions, Dokken, and Van Halen, Adam. Man. Kicked off on this date at the Alpine Valley Music Theater in Wisconsin. Wow, what a show. <laughs> oh, man, can you imagine? Uh, I can. Uh, 1988, man. Fantastic. Metallica emerged supersized from this uh, mm-hmm. tour. Yeah, definitely. And soon after the tour released their album, And Justice for All. Oh, after the yes, tour. Yes, after the tour. So right. they were still yeah, just doing Masters, Master of yes. Puppets stuff. Oh, we, God. I think we covered that not too yeah. long ago, yeah. Woo! <laughs> I think Van Halen was the show closer for this. They were the... I think so. They were headliners. They yeah. were the captains. Yeah, 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 yeah. Adam, there was some good news also from this tour. What? Not only the Metallica news and the Van Halen. Doc and Strain Adam from Infighting and Exhaustion Breakup. <laughs> <laughs> After yeah. the tour. <laughs> there you go. There's a bright spot. <laughs> Oh, yeah. How do we got here, man? This is Easy Top. Mm. They're doubling back. Is Easy Top Adam? Uh, 
we're about a month out. We're about a month out. Do we need to do something? Yep, we're gonna we're gonna get some uh, at least two tickets. Yeah. Probably probably three. Come on. Probably oh. three tickets. Uh oh. <laughs> there goes the fun. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, 1990, Adam. ZZ Top appeared in. Yeah. Back to the Future Part Three, Adam. Oh, Barth. Oh, yeah. Oh, because it was in the Old West. Yeah. And they look like they're still in the Old West. Uh-huh. <laughs> Actually, again, you read my uh, script got, here. I got you. The Western themed rendition of their number one track, Adam. Double Back was playing as they uh, they were kind of like the I guess the bar band or. Mm-hmm. or the, uh, this is uh, when Marty McFly travels to 1885 to rescue Doc Brown, Adam. Nice. The regular version of the song is played over the closing credit. Oh, so they had an yeah. Old West version in, yeah. in the movie? Yes. Oh, nice. I guess that's the one where the piano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the banjo or something. And they're, and they're yeah. like playing a little yeah. uh, tub and all that the, stuff. The tub and, yeah, know. all that. Gotcha. A quick side note on that also, Adam. Uh, Flea was also a villain in that movie. He was reprised he? Uh, his, it says here, uh, he had, oh, the character's name was called Needles. Okay. So yeah. So there you go. I mean, a little bit of Back to the Future here. I think this is the first time we mentioned him here in the podcast. Probably. So, yeah. Probably that's right. Let's move on. You know what this is, Tommy? I do, Adam. This is L seven, baby. Whoa. And Wargasm. Whoa. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Punk band, Adam. Nice. But we're not going to talk about L7 because really, honestly, <laughs> they're not as popular or as maybe as well-known. Mm-hmm. But check it out in 2000, Adam, in May the 28th of 2000. Susie Gardner, Adam. Oklahoman, by the way. Oh, okay. Of the all-female punk rock band L7, Adam. Mm-hmm. Check it out. You're going to love this. Okay. Had her breasts, Adam, plastered by the infamous Cynthia Plaster Caster, who is well known for having plastered the penises, Adam, mm-hmm. of Gene Simmons, Jimi Hendrix, MC5, The Kinks, Noel Redding, blah, 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 and a lot of a bunch Countless of others. Yes, Adam. Wow. Is this the first set of breasts yes, ever Adam, done? Yes, wow. Adam. The first breasticles. <laughs> Finally, yes. a, a positive in the movement for equality. Yes. That, that's, that, that's, what I, that's what I want to see. And you're going to love this, Adam. Check All it right. out. All right. Susie, however, obviously did not have a peen, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, otherwise was, that would yeah, have been cast. She was the first ones to have her breast, Adam. So wow. She was the first female to have that done, Adam. Now I think the the uh, by, no. By the way, before you start here, oh, okay. she, by having her boobs added to Cynthia's tit wing. <laughs> Of she, Cynthia, yes. She had a whole wing, yes. for, but she only has one set of tips in there. <laughs> That's when it started. You have to start somewhere, Adam. You think she could have got Dolly? Yeah, I mean, no. Dolly would be, that'd be oh, great wow, tips. Yeah, that was awesome. I mean, yeah, yeah. And they also from L7, Janice Tanaka. She's the bassist uh, for L7 at the time. She had her breasts. Oh, so there's more than one set of tits. But the first one, though, were... Uh, but, and I did have pictures of this, too, but that's, forget that. But the name of the, the plaster caster lady, what was the what was the name of the Cynthia lady? plaster caster, Adam. Oh, is it? Well, I think there was a recently a death of one of the plaster caster people, like one of the, the, the ones that were doing all of the casting, right? Mm-hmm. And upon the death... The member immortalized Adam, yes. Yes, upon her death, her cast of Jimi Hendrix penis was then gifted and presented to like the penis hall of fame in Iceland. (laughs) And they have like all, (laughs) they have like all of these different animal penises on display. (laughs) And then they also now have a cast 
of uh, an original cast of from the plaster caster of <laughs> Jimi Hendrix's penis. I can see, uh, I can see it being Iceland. Everything is stiff up there, Adam. <laughs> But that's put that on your Hall of Fame list to go and check out. I think I'll pass, <laughs> Adam. After all these years, as Cynthia Plasticaster says, I can never get enough dick. No, yeah. <laughs> okay. It sounds like Lizzo, Adam. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and won't be giving up dick casting anytime soon. Oh, long ago I planned. I'll check this out. Long ago I planned to add a tit wing to my collection. Susie has been at the top of my tit hit list for some time now. All right. And it's only fitting that she be the first because she's one of the finest singers and songwriters of all time and in one of the best bands of the world. Well, you'd probably want to catch... Uh, real quick, I just want to say maybe the, none of the bangles were available. <laughs> well, you'd probably want to catch these female members in their prime. Maybe the runaways weren't available. Adam. Right. But well, the, the, we're years on. Right from their from their prime. I would like to see Lita Ford's uh, tits and motor lines, you know, <laughs> in their current state or, or no, in the, in the state. Then, of the, yes, no. But see, now she can't retroactively go back and get those tits, <laughs> right? So you'd have to think about who's out there right now because Dolly has had enough procedurals. They're probably still kept up pretty well, oh, and they'd be that, the most signature that, breasts that she could probably that get. That would be a that would I would say that's a good assumption. You probably wouldn't want to go with Stevie Nicks, but, you know. But remember this, yeah, okay. Remember this. There is a thing called now a 3D printer, Adam. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> if you have a photograph, oh, maybe you get them printed or you could get some kind so of if a there was one, plastic molding of them. If there was a, at least a couple of photographs of exposed yeah. breasts, probably, you, you wouldn't want any coverage. You could probably recreate it via the 3D printer. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. That's pretty good. But I think the mystique, Adam, behind it is going through the plaster yeah, process Yeah, to be actually itself. dipped in. Yes. And, the and I, I had, again, I had some photographs of her her boobies. Uh, wait a minute, hold up. Uh, let me see if I got them right here. In the Datakoa promotion. Aren't, aren't, they on your home, aren't they on your home screen? No, no, Adam. <laughs> and there would be on my Datakoa promotions. Uh, no, my, no, that's not the one that I want, Adam. Oh, oh I don't want that one either. Is it the one where there was the two girls? <laughs> And, and the clam was showing me the, the, the interaction between no, the two. I, no, 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 Adam, no. That, that would have been a good... Uh, good content, uh, anyway. Yeah. Where is my... Where the hell is my... Ah, uh, oh, here they are, Adam. Check it out. Can you see them? Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's oh, going the through, there's going through the process. That's what I'm saying. That's the mystique of the whole thing. If you guys are interested in this, you could go ahead and uh, Google whatever you want to call it. Uh, Susie Gardner, uh, plaster caster, should pop right up. Hey, oh, here's a better shot of them right here. It's very discreet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, they have like yeah. real tit action. Yes, and yes. I, <laughs> I love the internet. <laughs> you, can, you can find anything you want on that thing. Close this out. You know, we have also a quote from Susie Adam. It says, uh -huh. I'm very honored to be the first woman to have my breasts pickled. For Posterity by mm. Cynthia P. Castor Adam. I'm a lucky gal to have my rack hanging in the same room as those rock cocks. <laughs> End quote, Adam. But, but see, they're they're two separate pieces. So there's no there's no connection in between. No, so no, no. you have to make sure somebody yeah. sets them appropriately, yep. right? But it's pretty obvious it was cold that day. That well, yeah. well the, the whatever that mud thing in there is probably very chilly and adam since this has been a uh, podcast of side notes i have another side note adam this week cynthia plaster caster adam yeah 
She celebrated her birthday. She is 75 years old, Adam. Wow. Yep. Great. Nah, bro, you, you see me, bro? I'm hard, bro. I'm hard, bro. I'm hard, bro. I'm hard, bro. Let's get started. It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Historic hip hop rapizzle moment. Yo, baby. Drop him, baby. (laughs) I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. The second hip hop rap pizzle. We have a hip hop rap pizzle coming in hot. Let's listen. Oh. You know who that is, Adam. Is it M&M's? Yes, without the peanuts, Adam. <laughs> you probably will not need the encyclopedia, nor Adam. The uh. He doesn't. He doesn't izzle dizzle it up. Oh uh, no no. <laughs> He does, but I'm just saying for the subject matter, Adam, you will need the the uh, the references, Adam. Oh, okay. The volumes of references, Adam, because Eminem, Adam, on the May the 25th, 2002, mm-hmm. that's 20 years ago. Wow. Check this out. Okay. The mosh pit horribly goes wrong at an Eminem concert, Adam. They mosh? In, yes, Adam. Yes. In Washington, D.C., Adam, at RFK Stadium with at least... 25 personas, Adam, injured. Are they- Moshing, Adam, is the theme of this week's hip-hop rapizzle moment. Are they properly trained in the art of mosh? Adam, I'm going to go ahead right now. I'm going to send to you... Because it seems to be... Via email, Adam. Via email. Oh, I'm my. I've got to get the, on this thing. Uh, here, here you go. Here, just go ahead right write it. I send it to you an email. Mosh pit. That is commandeered, Adam, by the hip-hop rap hizzle community. Okay. <laughs> did, did you see it, Adam? Yeah, I, I did. I mean... What, what do you think about that? that there was pretty, I'm, I'm sorry that we don't have it connected into... They, uh, the they were U- pretty crazy. I mean, there was the, <laughs> the last one that I saw was in Paris... It was reminiscent of one of the battles you'd see on Braveheart, <laughs> you know, where they were lined up along a long field or something. Uh huh. Yeah. And, and then somebody just said "go" and they charged each other and just had at it. What the hell is that? What, is it, that a mosh pit? Yes. Holy she, crap! Let's let's speed it up, Adam, so you can look at the last one. Look, at, I think it says a Jay Z and Kayani. Kayani. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, what, what do you think about that? That, that was the craziest what one. The, what the hell's going on? There's a countdown. Know. Unfortunately, we don't have it. They're crazy in. Europeans because they were in Paris. Oh, it's Paris. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's okay, what I. That's what I saw. Let's watch this. So okay. All of a sudden, here comes that countdown, and there they go, Adam. Oh my God. <laughs> 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 this looks that's almost criminal what's happening in there it's like running of the bulls with no bulls <laughs> i know I, i'm shocked that the hip-hop community has mosh pits i you know i i don't frequent rap hizzle concerts so i'm not i wasn't to, i didn't know that that speed on that i thought they would think that they'd be too smart to do something like that 
<laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Adam, why are you saying too smart? Is it the second video that's throwing you off? Well, I would, I would imagine that the rock community, the metal community, had blazed the trail of the uh-huh. mosh pit. Yes. In defi- they wouldn't want to accept that as one of the practices that they wanted to uphold <laughs> themselves, right? They wouldn't, wouldn't they want to keep that in the rock field? Adam, I want you to look at it uh, very closely because I do not see any African-Americans oh, yeah, in oh. this mosh pit oh. at all. <laughs> oh, okay, so maybe, maybe the performers on stage were just as shocked. <laughs> like, what is happening here? That's what happens when you invite the Caucasianoids, Adam. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The brothers are looking down and saying, whoa, what the crazy white people doing? This music is doing something to me. I got to hit somebody. <laughs> that fool better not hit me. <laughs> wow. I'm going to jail for this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Mosh pits, Adam. That's Mosh bad. pits. And 20, how many, in the Eminem incident, there was 25, 25 injuries? 25 injured. I could see what, if it was anything like that yeah. Jay-Z uh, Kayani charge, That's I could see that happening. <laughs> At least that was I a- did not know, Adam, that that happened. When I was doing the research on this, like, whoa, well, what maybe the hell Maybe that happens in uh, France because they have like universal health care. So I was like, eh, <laughs> it don't matter. I'll, I'll get fixed up. They'll, they'll put me back together. Adam, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> and that was this week's hip hop rap hizzle. Yeah. The day I sucked the air oh. <laughs> from a bottle of whipped cream. Mm. And I got real high and things got real slow. Mm. And I started talking like this. Yeah, PCP out of my I don't know, and then I sold my car. Adam, what oh, do we have here? Oh. This is some uh, funny outfit called the Laughing oh, Colors. Oh, comedic, comedic yes. rock Singing about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Okay, you guys want to listen to the rest of this, you go ahead and knock yourself out. Just, <laughs> just go ahead and Google, yeah, Google that out. Anyway, Adam, on 2012, May the 23rd, 2012, Adam. Yeah. Erasmus MC University, Adam, medical center in the Netherlands. Oh, okay. Pronounced that they had drawn clear links between listening to loud music, smoking marijuana, and having risky sex. (laughs) (laughs) Sex, drugs, and rock and roll, Adam. There's a link there. There's something... In the here, con- continuity that happens. I swear to you, this is what it says here, man. Okay. They're Erasmus, Adam, not uh, the Erectusimus. Oh, no, uh, no, no. Uh, and it says here, it says real quick, the study published in the official journal of the American Academy of Pediatrics. Wow, this actually went into a journal, so this is legit. Mm-hmm. Revealed that young people who listen to loud music on their MP3 players were more likely to have sparked up a joint mm-hmm. in the last month. 2012, I had an MP3 player, Adam, mm-hmm. uh, but I wasn't young. Thank heavens. Well, <laughs> every, I wouldn't have passed the piss test, Adam, if I did. Every time you look at young people today, they have an earbud in their ear, and it's, they're uh, getting some sort of a Bluetooth musical thing into now, their ear. Now you know why, Adam. If I were you, I'd go inspect some of the residents of your homes. <laughs> <laughs> some of them are leaving. Maybe they'll leave faster. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. There you go, Adam. And the researcher surveyed, Adam, 944 students from inner city vocational schools. Well, think about the pe- the kids that don't listen. Inner city, geez, age 15 to 25. Think about the kids That's fucked up. that don't listen to loud music, right? They're freaking squares. They're lame. So they're not going to spark up. They're not going to try touch boobies or anything. 
<laughs> right? <laughs> it says dr- sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Adam. <laughs> <laughs> but it should be rock and roll, drugs, then sex. It should be the that's, other That's way. how they that's sequentially how, put yes, theirs. That's how the, the study should have went. Of but, 944 students, Adam, by the way, in vocational schools, did you catch that? Adam, they had no aspirations to go to college. Maybe something happened where they touched boobies, and then they said, <laughs> man, I got to smoke something after this. And, and then they, they were so out of their mind, they said, man, this, the volume, I can't control the volume. It's too high. <laughs> I don't know. This has been the show of side notes and breasts, Adam. <laughs> I wonder what size these suckers were, Adam. I don't Breasts. They are very large. Mm. 34 double G. <laughs> Those are pretty big out of the grandiose. <laughs> when I pass from this world to the next, when I am laid and my soul is put to rest, my legacy will be there for all to see. Adam, that's not Count Dooku, Adam. <laughs> who, who is this? That's Christopher Lee, Adam. Oh! Also, Saruman. Oh. <laughs> Did you know he had a heavy metal album? I had no clue. You're <laughs> kidding me. You didn't know for real? I didn't know. No, I had no clue. Uh, how, did, how did this come to be? Adam, I can't do, I can't speak of Star Wars alone, Adam, <laughs> on a podcast without mentioning somebody, at least that was in the Lords of the Ring, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> and that would be Christopher Lee Adam on 2012. Adam again, May the 27th, 2012. Mm-hmm. We first went with the sex, drugs, and rock and roll, right? Right, right. In right. that same year, but a couple days later, Adam, on his 90th birthday, Adam, actor Christopher Lee announced the release of his heavy metal single, Adam, Let Legend Mark Me as the King. Wow. What a voice. That's, I know. I mean, I don't know how metal that voice was, but it was very pronounced. From his ode to metal album, Charlemagne, Adam. Charlemagne? Yes. Wow. Do you you own this album? I do not, Adam. What? I don't. I don't own it. Oh, I thought this would be one of your treasures. No, no. Adam, I enjoy Christopher Lee and many of his roles, Adam. I think he was Dr. No in uh, James Bond. He was also Dracula. He's, he's the guy that said, no, Mr. Bond, I want you to die. He's that guy? <laughs> he might be him. I don't know. Oh, okay. He was one of the... the oh, uh, that was Golden. Gold, gold he finger, was one of the Bond evil nemesis dudes. Okay. He was Dracula. He was like, I want to say the last of the... Remember the, the Lon Chaney and Boris Karloff? Uh, I'm sounding like Gilbert Gottfried Sure, now. sure, so, sure. <laughs> that era from the 30s, the 40s, and whatnot. Christopher... Bella Lee, Lugosi. Bella Lugosi. There's another one right there. Yes. Gotcha. Dracula. <laughs> gotcha. So, yeah. He was like the last of that bunch. Kind of maybe the youngest. And then he continued on after that. And then he did all these other roles. Obviously, Count Dooku in the Star Wars trilogy, the second set of trilogy. Didn't, didn't he have like a curved... Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> his his uh, lightsaber was bent. Yes. Yes, Adam. <laughs> I guess priapism is what that's called. That's, what, that, that's what that's called? I think Adam? that's what that's called. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think so. I demand! I demand! I demand! Penis! Christ- what? Christopher Lee. <laughs> we had kudos in our sounds, Adam. We might have yeah. to revive some of the old ones here. <laughs> but yeah, Christopher Lee, man. And ultimately, he was Saruman. So yeah. Wow. But he had his metal album. That's, that's cool. a huge he uh, accomplishment. A, he has a great voice, Adam. Oh, by the way, where you could notice his voice is when he was trying to bring down the mountain of Karathoths. What? <laughs> Say that again? 
<laughs> could, oh, I get a, Adam only, could I get a spelling Adam on that? Adam, only nerds of the ring would know that one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Time to play the game. Oh, I had mentioned this guy previously. Yeah, it's Lenny. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Motorhead. And the game. Oh, the game. What? It's not Ace of Space? Anyway, Adam, you can lower that down. As I fiddle faddle through my shit here. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's all about the game, Tommy. I fucked this up. I don't even know what sound bite the I game. Wanted. I don't even know what sound bite it. Go Cito, get on it, buddy. <laughs> yeah, uh <laughs> he could stay quiet for a while. Godzilla says you can't blame him for our shortfalls. <laughs> I can sure as hell try, Adam. <laughs> Adam, he's going to fight back though. Oh, I'll tell you, you think, that. Yeah, let's keep him. Let's keep him nice and before the apology deal. He's going to be out of control, Adam. In 2019, Adam, yes. Motorhead's Ace of Spades, Adam. Yeah, check it out. Was named the greatest gambling song. Oh of all man! Time. What do you, you think? You know, oh, I love I'll it. Tell you, I love it when you light up uh, on your seat, man. <laughs> I'll tell you, I've listened to that a few times, and I've gotten uh, my my spirits up. It's gotten my oh, dander oh, up oh. to go out and uh, maybe roll the bones because it, it, it talks about different dice combinations. It talks about different card games. Oh yeah, you're right. Oh, there you go. It's got to be one of the tops. The second one on it was Lady Gaga's Poker Face. Adam. No. Yeah. No, you mean you need to have a poker face at the table, but that doesn't really inspire you to gamble that much. Well, anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, this is what it says here. So, Viva Las yes. Vegas would be better than that. Online, okay, because it's Elvi. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> online poker giant Poker Stars asked 1,000 of its European customers, there's your there's your answer, Okay. Uh, to select their favorite poker-themed song from a list of choices. I'm sure Viva uh, Las Vegas is on there. So, okay. Yeah. So, sure, I, I like that. that I, I'm telling you, I'm gonna anything that I'm gonna observe you to see what you like. Are they like hamburgers? <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. like gambling? Hamburgers and gambling. That's, that's what I'm gonna have to concentrate <laughs> this damn podcast on, Adam. There are song lyrics. I never brag how real I keep it, cause it's the best secret. <laughs> there are also lyrics that will captivate your imagination. And then there are the Tommy and Adams hard to name podcast lyrics that will blow your mind. Adam, mm-hmm. I just mentioned things that will perk you up, right? Yes. I'm trying to experiment here, so I picked also a song that I'm sure is going to perk you up without a doubt. You may or may not know of its content, though, Adam. Oh. Okay. 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 I'm, I'm intrigued now. Mm. Yeah, I have no idea what is coming. I'm, I hope that you at least know a little bit about Adam. Because, Adam, okay. released mm. on January the 7th of 1997, Adam. 97. Okay, written by Lars Ulrich, <laughs> okay. Kirk Hammett, <laughs> oh. and uh-huh, uh-huh, Mr. Uh-huh. James Hetfield would be a song, Adam, that if I was a wrestler, like X-Pac, right? It'd be your, it'd be your walkout this music? This is the one that I would walk into, Adam. <laughs> it would also be the name of your character. Here it comes, baby. <laughs> Here comes the bass part. Here comes King Nothing. You know it. <laughs> Where is he? Where is he? He's coming. Come on. It takes a minute. 
Mm. Adam just walking down that matter of fact it's a good song to get married to <laughs> you know the deal baby it's Metallica's King Nothing yeah again slow motion <laughs> don't hurt your don't, don't hurt your surgically repaired iron oh my Adam oh. my horns are working wow how did your horns come out like that Metallica just cured me baby here we go Play it a little bit. Go, Ciro, thank you. Oh, it's just great. I'll listen to this. Check this part out. Check it out. Check it out. Listen to it. All right, go, Ciro. Stop it, baby. Adam, yes. wish I may, wish I might mm-hmm. have this wish tonight. Are you satisfied? Dig for gold, dig for fame. You dig to make your name. Are you, you pacified? pacified? Okay, mm. okay. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm listening. You're wishing. You're wanting something, Adam. Okay, yeah. You want it so bad, you're wishing it tonight. Adam. This is like success. This is like notoriety. You dig for gold, Adam. You dig for fame. Okay, right, right. You dig to make make your name. Your name. You want to be bones. known. Yes, you want to be. Adam. You want to be a big, big dude. But the question is, on this part, is it? Are you pacified? Mm. Did that quench your thirst, Adam? Is that what you needed to feel that your life had been an accomplishment? Fulfill that gap of mm. success. Yes. Did all that that you seeked. Adam, like seek and destroy, right? Mm-hmm. Did that pacify you? Okay. Here comes a pre-chorus, right? All right. All the wants you waste, all the things you chased. <laughs> uh-huh. And then it goes, and it all crashes down. Makes a pause there, you know. Uh-huh. All the things you chased, right? Boom, right. it stops. Okay. And then all of a sudden, it all crashes down, and you break your crown. Mm, okay. And you point your finger, but there is no one around. In other words, you are responsible. You have no one else to blame. You That's can't point the finger right. at anybody else. Got it. Just want one thing, just to play the king. But the castle crumbled, and, and you're, you're left, left with just a name. Where's your crown? Where's your crown? King, King nothing. nothing. Yeah. So you've heard these lyrics, Adam. So I have. have you analyzed I them? I have Adam? not analyzed okay, them at check all. Check it out. Go see it. Hit it again, baby. <laughs> you hearing it? Uh-huh. I'm hearing it. Is it coming together, Adam? Where's your crowd? <laughs> Stop it. We'll see. I'm gonna calm myself down. Man. Whew. Let me open this window. It's a good thing you're playing okay. this now. We're getting hyped up. Yes, yes, Adam. I'm going to uh, calm down because if not, I'm going to stumble through this whole damn thing and I'm going to start stuttering and God knows what else I'm going to. Adam! So the character of this being sung about has striven, strove, 
for these to attain these lofty goals, to try to achieve lofty things. But after attempts or maybe some success, it comes crashing down. This doesn't work. Something falls apart, right? A relationship could happen and mess up everything. You could apply this to many things. Yes. So, yes. Absolutely. I'm so with you. The I'm life is turned so upside far, down at, at this at this point. Adam, if you do a good job on this, mm-hmm. I will pick songs that you like. From now on, I'll let you analyze them. <laughs> You're saying I don't like King Nothing? I no, like this song. No, I'm just talking about it. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you okay, like okay. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. This is excellent. Okay. Keep going. You were no, no, no. I, I, this is where we're at in the song. Is, this is applicable to almost any situation, not just success. Mm-hmm. Now, in the initial part of the song, we had driving to make your name and all this stuff. Are you pacified? Now, I think with considerable effort, no matter what you really attain, you can be pacified by saying, "I've done everything I can. I've I've exerted so much energy to try to attain these goals." If you see yourself moving in a forward motion towards those goals then you can be pacified. You can say, I'm not where I want to be, but I'm, I'm satisfied with the amount of, of work that I've put in. I'm not, I'm not uh, shortchanging myself on this. Some people might. Okay. But this song has nothing to do with that, Aaron, because this song starts off, obviously, with that monster bass riff. By the way, I also know this song. Oh, Just good. FYI, horribly, but I do know it. Uh-huh. Uh, I always have to you know, caveat that with uh, horribly. Uh-huh. And uh, which develops in, into the main riff of the song, right? It's a killer of a tune. Yeah, relentless. Uh, yes, Adam. So let's go into some of the meeting according to the band members, okay? Okay. King Nothing is about getting everything you ever wanted. So you're on the right track, buddy. Okay. Or thought you wanted, right? Mm-hmm. You said you could have achieved some success or you could have sure. or you could have su- uh, succeeded enormously. And finding out, Adam, that it sucks. Oh, it's like you've got you've achieved your goals, but you found out that that's really not the place that you want that's to be. That's right. Hmm. The song comes across as an angry condemnation of someone in that scenario. It could be, yeah, I didn't pick it up to be that, but hmm. if that's what they say it is, yeah. But a lot of that has to do, Adam, with uh, you know how Metallica comes across. They come across, you know, hard and heavy. Very so that aggressive. could be it. So that's it. And and also it's that's what. The Metallica fans expect anyway. So even in something like, let's say, compassion or deep thought, it's gonna sound pissed off. (laughs) (laughs) That's you know. So here's the oh, here's the part that says Uh something about to be pacified means to be at peace. So yeah, are you good with that? Right, right. We were right there. Okay. Uh, I should read these. I should read these things before (laughs) I, uh, so I won't be as a get caught up in this. Anyway, the word is at the root of the Pacific. Oh, who cares about that bullshit? Anyway, going back to King Nothing. Yeah, because it's supposed to be bullshit that I don't care about. Anyway, the unnamed person on the song discovers that their ambition has led them to lose themselves in an empire of emptiness. The okay. song contains a warning to those who might try to follow in the path of personal happiness. Hmm. That's okay. too deep. That wasn't Metallic who wrote that bullshit. Anyway, oh, okay. the words of this song and the lyrics were by Mr. James Hetfield. The music itself... As per usual. So so the music itself, though, the uh, incredible uh, thumping and shredding and everything else was by uh, Kirk Hammett and and Lars. Lars. So, yeah. With this song, the front man uh, may be referring to Metallica themselves, or he could have been referring to himself. Remember, some kind of monster came out. So he was was struggling at the time, maybe internally. Hmm. That's maybe where... Let's go ahead and go back to the song here. We're going to go into the second verse. We shouldn't take that long on this one, but here you go. Where's your crown? He asks, where's your crown, baby? Now it's going to start with hard and cold. Check it out. Hard and cold, but the soul, the heart is hard 
again are you pacified, Adam? You wish your life away. That's a, that's a bad state to be in. Hard and cold, bought and sold, Adam. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you pay, they say that there's a high price to fame. Sure. So I guess this is where uh, that high price would come in. It's that anxiety that is created in Mr. James Edfield, and he's reflecting it on there. You know, one of the cool things that uh, that lately I've been reading about James Edfield, I don't know if you read this or not, on Loudwire, it could have been an Ultimate Class of Rock, a breakdown that he had on yeah. stage. Was that in South America I or something in like South that? South America, yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. So, like, he had, like, a bit of mental stress and like he needed like a group hug or something yes. actually on the stage from band members. Is that, is that anxiety, correct? Anxiety, Yeah. The anxiety creates before he goes on, on stage because he knows the expectation of us, the fans. Something he has done thousands of times to stand before huge audiences. And at this one time, it was just too much to bear. Now check out the bridge, Adam. Here's the bridge. All right. Goes a certain way, certain speed. When it comes to this again, and he goes into a, a, a spoken word right here, baby. I think. Eventually. There we go, yes. I'm going to bring this down, yeah. So it says, I want it all. I don't know. I don't care how. Care for what you wish for. And he tells you. He gives you that warning. It goes down, it gets reflective, and then it picks up an energy again as you're angry, probably angry at yourself. You know, why did I keep going past this part? I'm going to tell you something. It, it has like his, the goals that you have set for yourself at some point in your life, it has like an ominous feeling like, do I want to attain this goal? Because <laughs> when I get there, maybe I won't be at the place that I want to be. It's that expectation of you, Adam. Mm -hmm. You and I have been, you know, have been fortunate enough to, to again, hold hands and cry during a show of Metallica. Sure, sure, sure. Like we did for the Foo Fighters. Absolutely. And we weren't crying. We were crying out loud, Adam. That's mm -hmm. what we were doing, damn it. We were rocked to death. We went in there with this expectation. And you know what? They far exceeded Absolutely. that expectation. Yes. Sure, there's some visuals in the Metallica show. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That cool thing they did with the drumming. Yeah, sure, you know, sure, all sure. That stuff. sure. So everybody sure. was on a drum. That was very cool. Yeah, that was different. That was so really good. It's still the show at its essence was just music, 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 music. Mm. Every once in a while, Metallica family. Yeah, that's music, right. That's right. Music, 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 music. Uh -huh. I did not leave one bit disappointed from that show. Not a bit. But you got to think of it from the other side. From their point of view? You got to think, like, when you're listening to this song, King Nothing, mm -hmm. you have all this, but you really have nothing. You're still a human being. Mm -hmm. You're sitting in that dressing room. Mm -hmm. Backstage, wherever it may be, you're going through whatever it may be in your life. You got to shut that all off. And you have to go out and play to 20,000 roaring fans that are expecting Adam. Hmm. They're expecting creeping death. Okay. They're expecting sad but true Adam. Okay. They're expecting... Enter Sandman. Enter Sandman. Of course. And I'm glad you say that. Because at the end, Adam, it says, oh, you're just nothing. Let me just play it out here real quick. And he actually says, there's a little verse there at the end, Adam, mm -hmm. that he says... Uh, uh, 
off to Never Never Land. Ah. Check it out, check it out. It's just brutal. Look at that 517. I'm gonna raise it up there a little bit. callback kind of for the, sorts the song adam that launched them into this insane realm of fame mm-hmm. sure that did. was it he makes reference to it so makes a little callback yeah. to this is what shot us into a superstardom this was the rocket ship that got us where we're no these were the engines that were thrusting the rocket ship and i guess you can periodically check with yourself i guess because it seems he recently checked with himself and he was under extreme anxiety at, at a certain point. Like, maybe this is not... <laughs> I'm not going to lie Maybe my castle's crumbling right now. Adam, I'm going to lie to you. I was glad it happened after our show. <laughs> I, I'm going to be selfish. You want to be there you know? for a landmark you know, moment? No, but think about it. You know, if you look at the Metallica of Thrash, Bin, and Purge, it's a lot of, hey, fuck you, buddy. Oh, yeah, yeah it was. was. They was all pissed off. And it and was no Metallica family at that no time. There was no Metallica family. That's I think right. we've said this before. Yeah, and so. now you see that evolution. You see a human being, this guy was 6'5". I mean, he looks huge on stage to begin with. He's this great persona. And he has all these insecurities, a human. And guess what, man? I think it's healthy for him to get that out and say, listen, you know, I'm here. I'm kind of fucked up. I had all this shit going through me. And now it's this is where I'm at. So, mm-hmm. by the way... Seek and destroy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll give you a minute. Yeah. Now, on to the next one. <laughs> We're not stopping now, are we? I mean, come on. The Tommy and Adams hard to name podcast lyrics that will blow your mind. <laughs> that was a good one, Tommy. Wasn't it? Yeah. Thank I you. Enjoy that. I, I, I love it when you perk up on your seat. That's all I'm saying, Adam. Oh, Adam. Mm. Uh, rock and roll birthdays, Adam, born on this day. We kind of started there, slow there, with this. There goes the perky. Uh, <laughs> Adam Fleetwood Mac, Goldust Woman. Uh-huh. Yeah, Adam, born on this day, Stevie Nicks, Adam. Uh, May the 26th, 1948, Adam. Oh, really? Yes, that's right. Oh. American singer of uh, Fleetwood Mac and also solo diva. She never got her... Uh... Her tits done. Her breasticles. Right? No, I don't no? think so. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move it on, Adam. Oh, yeah. I'm perked up again. <laughs> Didn't we do Lenny Kravitz last week? Something on him? I forgot. Yeah, I think he had. I think he blew our mind with some lyrics. Oh, that's what it was. Oh, yeah. That's two for two, Adam. <laughs> Actually, the Blondie one wasn't bad at all either. No, no, no. They've all been so, good. Yeah, they've been pretty good. Yeah, I guess yeah. so, yeah. Anyway, Lenny Kravitz, Adam, born May the 26th of 1964. He is... 58 years old, Adam. Okay. You know, he's worked with Mick Jagger, Madonna, and David Bowie. I didn't know any of those things. How how would I know that he's done that? Because Lenny Kravitz is an overall musician. He's just not only a rock star, he's actually a a musician. (laughs) 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 That know what's going on. Adam, also Bernie Topton, uh, May the 22nd of 1950, 72 years old. Is that a a Elton John's guy? Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. 
Nice. He's still alive. He's super talent. Mm-hmm. Also, Adam, this week, mm-hmm. uh, Rich Robinson, Adam of the Black Crows. He turns 53. Yeah, the guitarist. Yeah. The brother. I got you. Good, talented dude right there. I saw them uh, at North Carolina, I want to say at the Red Derby Amphitheater. Red Derby. Uh, something like that. Yeah, it was in Raleigh, North Carolina. So. Did they play any of their hits? They played all their hits. Adam. Did they? Yes, oh, yes okay. they did. It was a good show. It's good. So, yeah, I remember that. Maybe about 10 years ago, Adam. And also, Adam, turning 47 today, you wouldn't believe this. Hmm. But it's also Lauren Hill's birthday from the Fugees. The Fugees. I got her. 47 years old. She's not been putting any material out, has no, she? No, She's kind no, of fallen no. off the map. Mm-hmm. She had a miseducation, didn't that she? A miseducation the, Yeah, I think so. Let me see what it says here. Uh, the miseducation of Lauren Hill. Yeah, she had that, and then she's kind of... Erased from it was uh, a, what's it going was on? number one in the U.S. and number two in the U.K. As a matter of fact, mm. but yeah, Adam, those Pretty were good. our birthdays. What do you say that after Lauren Hill remembering her past? <laughs> yes, I- we jump right into this right here. Oh, oh, let's go. I love butts. Me too. <laughs> like here's her butt. What it's are you gonna butt. do? I'm so excited. You don't understand. I'm so obsessed with butts, and I want my butt to be <laughs> colossal, so this is very exciting. Or is it read my rump? I don't care. I think it's rump. Last week, last week was a good uh, segment to start. That was right? a good introduction. I thought it was all right. Yeah, educational. Yeah, we went into the whole deal. So exposition. Yes, it was very good. So how about we just go ahead and jump right into it, my friend? Let's fire up and, the app and get uh, ourselves ready for uh, this reading, Adam. Okay. It's always going to be the lords of the G-string app, Adam. That's where all the best material That's is. Right. do we have here my friend well have you we, have we loaded for you it has I see I see Philippa Fransoon ooh that's a long name F-I-L-I-P-P-A F-R-A-N-S-S-O-O-N mm, Adam 386 posts this is going to be difficult rump reading we have to go through all of them, I'm sure, ooh, in I detail. No, you don't have time for that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I have a long day ahead of me of, of, of listening to my wife telling me, you shouldn't have gotten that surgery so you could help me out. <laughs> <laughs> what do we know about Adam, Philippa? What we know about her, Adam, is that she is... Oh, she's Swedish. Uh, oh, really? She is 23, Adam. Mm-hmm. She's a certified personal trainer. Yes. And she is also a, uh, I would I would say, a spokesperson for Bombshell Sportswear as an athlete. Yeah. And, oh, Adam, 
it's perfect. No wonder Adam says she has a workout that's called the eight week glute guide. Oh, oh can, can we link on that? No, <laughs> we may have to come back to this. Well, if app. you look at the little uh, icons below that, mm-hmm. if you go all the way to the right over there, we've got bombshell highlights, fitness, and then. We can click on something that says glute guide. Ooh, Adam, we got to mark that. <laughs> we are going to have to check into this. You know what? Gosito's been very quiet back there, Adam. I wonder what the hell's going on. Do you still have him muted, muted over there? <laughs> oh, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet he's going crazy. <laughs> yeah, he's, me, he's probably already subscribed to the, glu- <laughs> the glute guide. Go ahead and take him off. <laughs> we no, need wait, his input. Hold on, wait. Oh, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> he was muted. Oh, poor, poor guy. <laughs> he said, uh, look at the top part. Okay, yes, like by Gosilo. That's better who that was. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. Uh-huh. Oh, Adam is... Hey, okay. If we fail to go back, he will remind us, Adam. Oh, okay. Good. Okay, Gosilo. No, no Calm worries. Down. This, is, this is a serious business. And a serious business, Adam. We were professionals here. Let us play our theme song. Okay. At least for this part. Known as agents T and A. Actually, it's Doctor. How dare you, Doctor A? To you, Doctor T, right here, baby. <laughs> as uh, so, this is about to perform an examination, Adam. I am using a uh, septic soap, Adam. <laughs> You're scrubbing in? Yes, I learned that at my surgery this week, Adam. <laughs> We're also putting on the scrubs right now. Uh-huh, okay. Okay. All right, good, good. Oh, the music is over, so <laughs> we better get ready for this, Adam. So, okay, let's say we go down to Miss Philippa's. I would like to go down to Miss Philippa. <laughs> but we have to go down to what her pictures are, you know, because I'm saying in the direction, Adam. She has many selections. That's what I'm she saying. Has in the many, di- hundreds when of I selections. say going down, Adam, is on the selection of that's the way the page. Or in the direction of the, that's the, the way. Yes. That's the way the pages are set up. Yes, you have to go it. down yeah, yes, to yes. get to the content. Down on me is Jackal, Adam. That might, be, that might be, have to be a <laughs> song that, yes, that we, uh, that we uh, yeah. incorporate into this. Adam, so let's go down to this. Uh, mm-hmm. You have around the one that she is on a towel, Adam. Oh, okay. I know the one you're talking about. Yes, I see it uh, right here. Uh, okay. Now, what we've passed on our way to this one okay. is a lot of shots of her in the gym doing her eight-week butt workout mm-hmm. and stuff and doing that work on the base of the butt, right? Yes, because it's glute maximization. But, yes. Ral, if you're looking for presentability, you need to get some vitamin D on that. So she's out there in the sun She's getting a little bit of color because she's from Sweden, yes. you know, so she's probably pretty light skinned. Everything looks a little bit better when it's nice and tanned. Adam, if you looks blow, pretty good. If you blow it up a little bit, Adam, it may I blind will. you because it still hasn't been tanned completely. Not completely, yes. but but she's getting some yes. tone on there. There's some contrast to her uh, deep blonde hair, you know, so yes, she's getting that, a little bit more that, color that's to also, the skin. Yes, that's also distracting, Adam. <laughs> it is. Anyway, so Adam, uh-huh. this will not be as easy as a former episode from Apology reading. Excuse me. This shot right here, even though it gives us probably a better shot from the bottom looking up at them as if you were looking at mountain ranges. Right. This is gives us a certain aspect angle to the rump we don't normally get. You know, usually if it's vertical, 
there's some there's gravity affecting. Yes. And then everything's in its natural position. When you're horizontal, the gravity has a different effect. There might be some separation if the things kind of roll off to the sides a bit. It's just not the same. And we're, that, when we're seeing as the leg attaches to the rump area. It actually attaches to the left and the right hemispheres, Adam. Well. Remember that. Each one, it's yeah. the hemispheres. Each one attaches yes. to its specific yes. hemisphere, Even sure. Even though she did work out these hemispheres, you could actually tell. Uh-huh. Fantastic workout, by yes, the way. Yes, yes. Good so, connections have yes, been made. absolutely. Off the top, Adam, mm-hmm. I would not give it a round diagnosis, Adam. Don't feel it's, it's difficult. that this like one you is said, a round one. Like you said, it's difficult from this angle. I think we're going to need to corroborate evidence with some other shots. Because all of the examples that we see on the shape uh, selection, those are all from uh, standing positions. I would go with the apple shape. This not is the, not the way this is apple This shape. is not the apple This one. is too voluminous in the lower regions. It's plumpy, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it definitely... Do you still think it's around, like uh, in the last... Uh, like, like I said, I think we need to verify it with another image. Okay. Because uh, the, the, the prone position is just too difficult. The prone position, yes. So, so let's go... Uh, unless she was handicapped. You know, and uh, yeah. that was the only thing that we could get. But uh, I per- think she does have some standing ones here. Personally, I think there is no surgery whatsoever on that one, just uh, because the way it symmetrically spreads, Adam, now, in that prone position. Now, I want you to zoom in. Can you zoom in on that one? Uh, let me go back to it, because I was already started looking for another candidate if here. You, if you zoom in on the right hemisphere okay. towards the bottom of that right side where it's you, connecting adam with the, yes uh, you can see the, a bit of a fold there do you see it i see right that. right where the leg and the buttock attach again it's just got a bit of a fold there it's ever so slight okay you perceive that yes i did adam and it doesn't appear on the other side the, from this vantage point no no so let's go and find another one adam that would say asymmetry yes it's not symmetrical okay, totally adam. so i was wrong so, Adam, let's go to the next. Did you see the one where she is standing actually in the favorite position, Adam? Yes. That is not the favorite position. <laughs> in the adequate <laughs> in the adequate position, Adam, the appropriate uh, yes, position. Yes, I do. Do you see her, Adam? I do see her. I do. And uh, the, it says on the top of that, says, fingers crossed that the weather here will be better soon. It's been raining all day. Okay, do you That's see that? That's why Just she's inside. To make sure of that. Yeah. And it's a little dark, Adam. It is. Yes, but Adam, it is perfect for the reading, except instead of looking towards the left side, Adam, she's looking to the right side. She is. She is inclining toward the right. She is. Okay, now, Adam, what is your diagnosis on this one? I would almost, I feel like we're walking a line in between pear and round. But I'm leaning towards the pear. Because the waist, you see the waist is is very narrow. It enlarges towards the bottom of it. And it has that, a, a nice pear shape. I don't know if you would say hard or heart shape, sorry. But uh, pear is actually, yes, Adam. Is it the same? Yes, I have some other material here. Okay. Can you focus from there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see? That, that is fairly. That corroborated, Adam. The your, heart, uh, the heart yes. shape? Dr. Adam. Thank you. Dr. I appreciate Dr. the corroboration. Adam, I would say that, yes, it is, Adam. It is heart-shaped. Heart-shaped, pear-shaped, Adam, yes. And here's the reading on that so our listeners can, can find out mm-hmm. uh, how we came to this. If you go to the uh, Instagram page of our Philippa, you will notice that one picture that we said that was uh, she's in a bathroom. You need to look at that. And mm-hmm. with those... Uh, Darkly with that caption, lit. Yes, with that caption that I had read. So anyway, Adam says here, 
Per Shait Adam suggests someone very steadfast, patient, and down to earth. Adam, mm. what I just read on her caption, Adam, fingers crossed that the weather here will get better soon. She is waiting patiently. Okay. Adam. She's being steadfast in her. I would say that validates your diagnosis. The diagnosis, I think, fits along with uh, this this caption, oh, as you've said. Wow, Adam. This is it's, really... This is... Adam, there's really something to this rumpology. I'm telling you, yes, there's really something to it. Adam, my head hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it's aching. Oh no! Of all this thinking, Adam, of this, this, this thinking, I'm thinking. She has reels. Wow. Up, so. Yeah, she has reels. Oh no, she Adam, please don't distract no, me with this. No, no. Oh, sorry. Here we go. <laughs> no, let's, let's stay away from real. Let Adam, let's look at her okay. uh, her hemispheres now All in right. that same okay. picture. Same so picture. We're going to start with, since she's uh, inclining towards, the right would be the future, isn't that? The is future, that right. And, and the, the left, left is the would past. be the past. So, yes. Adam, what do you see in her past? Well, well, what we noticed from the other picture was there was that little uh, distinguished difference between the right and left. Right. As, it was that little crease yes. on the underside of the right, which, mm -hmm. which would signify the future. So there is some fold, some inconsistency, something that's going to change in her future from this point on. Okay. So she is steadfast. I think she seems to be well-grounded, but she has something. What do you foresee of that? We were on the left side, so we went to the past first. So. Oh, okay. You want to do the past. Okay. Yes, because she is inclined. At, you're right. She's inclined towards the right side for sure. Yeah. Because that's where she's going. She's probably a righty. I could have used her hand, Adam, this week. I'm not right-handed, Adam. I know. I bet you. I know. I know. Got you. I'm just saying. Yeah. That's a recover from my surgery, Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, left side says, uh, Adam. I think I saw a reel with her with a shake weight. Oh. <laughs> Maybe that's where I got my idea. But uh, uh -huh. no. Uh, I would say her past, she was bullied, Adam, mm. in her past. Now, what do you see to, would signify that? Do you see, like, is there some sort of a texture or a uh, formation that I'm not quite perceiving? Adam, yet? I would say she was bullied uh, between middle school and high school, Adam. Okay. Because of the haters in her class oh, were seen. Oh, being, yeah. Yes, Adam. Yeah, yeah. I understand that. When you're faced with such uh, unquestioned beauty. When you're condemned, Adam, was condemned in her, in her past. She's condemned. She was condemned to have that. She has this aspiration. She has... She An has aspiration, Adam? Yeah, she has aspirations. <laughs> and she also has this dedication to... And she has something that uh, the other people are jealous and they wish that they possessed it as well. Yes. So what do they want to do? They want to take her down Tear to make down. themselves feel better. That's why I said condemned. Got them. you. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. That's now. where you see her problem started, Adam. Yes, yes, yes. I see it. I would say that. Now her future, Adam, go ahead. Knock yourself out. Her future? Well, from this image, her future, I'm sad to say, is a little dark. It's dark, Adam. It is a little bit dark. Now, I'm reading from this image only because she has... The light source is hitting the past. The future side has not quite become illuminated. Ah, you know? I get so it. it so it's a bit cloudy. If it's just me, I don't know. Maybe it's the way she's standing, but it seems like her future is a little bit smaller than her past. Can you, can you it might be like the angle of the leg maybe, uh, maybe is, is maybe she changing doesn't have the shape it, of it. Maybe she doesn't have it that well but, planned out yet. But Adam. maybe she, it's kind of 
She's going to see a bit of a diminishing, maybe. You know, maybe she doesn't have it that well planned out. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> she needs to tread very carefully in her future. She needs to make uh, well-reasoned choices. Because these, these could be a time of turmoil. And since it is a little bit smaller, that mountain, Adam, won't be that difficult to climb. <laughs> <laughs> Not with all of her booty workout she's doing. <laughs> she'll, she'll be able to climb, no problem. <laughs> Adam, can you read that handle again? <laughs> Yes, this is Philippa Fransoon. Oh, wow. F-I-L-I-P-P-A-F-R-A-N-S-S-O-O-N. And as in you and me. <laughs> it's difficult being more mature than your father. Sweden, you say? Wow, yes. Was it Sweden? I can't it, believe it. It was Sweden. <laughs> was that one of our first Swedish entries? Yes, I think so. <laughs> How did she escape the third birthday? I, I don't know. Now it's hashtag <laughs> the frijoles. Thank you, AJNX3. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, thank you very much. Oh, Tommy. Foods around the world. We have Excellent. another entry to nice... And interesting foods around the world. What were the chances? Sirocco. 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 It's a Japanese delicacy that's rich, slightly fishy and creamy. For adventurous eaters and sushi enthusiasts. It's fishy. Sirocco. Shikaro. Spelled, spelled differently Good over enough, here. Good enough, Adam. We're in the zone. Shikaro. All right. Shirocco. Okay. It's spelled both ways. Okay. It's something to try at least once. It comes from... Fish, such as cod and salmon, is often quickly heated and served with ponzu sauce. Tommy, what is shirako? Yes. I'm going to show you a picture. Oh, God. You have a picture there? Okay. Does it look appetizing to you? Is it gut? Shirako is the milt or sperm of a ah! male fish. In Japan... That is gross! Milt is uh, most commonly harvested from codfish. However, shirako can also be extracted from other fish, such as salmon, tuna, or, or puffer fish. Wow. Shirako may be translucent or opaque and varies in color from white to light pink. That one looks very white, Adam. <laughs> shirako can be eaten raw or cooked and uh, is full of protein and B vitamins. That's awesome. The Japanese believe that uh, shirako has anti-aging properties. Shirako is considered a delicacy in Japan and in many other places around the world. Many cultures consume some type of milt or sperm. <laughs> Though it may be an acquired taste, shirako is a versatile protein that can be made in a variety of ways. It may be eaten raw, steamed, fried, whether it's on its own or as a component of a nigiri or maki sushi. It can also be enjoyed tempura style or yakimono style. Ooh. Many cultures consume some variation of milt or sperm. The British cuisine, cod rose are a traditional dish, commonly fried in butter and then spread on toast. Russians consume the milt of herring or and whitefish. Tuna milt is commonly put on pasta dishes in Italy. Many cultures consume eggs of female fish, with caviar being considered a luxury food in the Western world. But now we have... Sperm for us to enjoy, Tommy. Shirako, a Japanese delicacy, Tommy, is or what the frijoles. Adam, 
for this week. Why would anybody want to eat jizz? <laughs> it's nutritional, Tommy. Did you hear the nu- nutritional properties? I passed on that part. As a matter of fact, I shut you down. Fish jizz. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, Thank you. The, the most difficult part is jerking off the fish. <laughs> we had such great praise last week. I don't think we're going to have the same kind of praise this week. <laughs> it's been a while since we hit a Lulo, anyways. <laughs> Seems like we do it routinely. Fish jizz, come on. <laughs> it's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Sound of the week. You know, before you start, you know that on that clam video. Oh, no. Which one? I think there's a couple this week. The last one that came out. When the drill. Oh, the, the drilling. When the, when, yeah. when the drilling stopped and they finally hit pay dirt. Yeah. It was Ooh, a geyser. What, what an explosion. Yeah, it was something else, wasn't it? <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, Tommy, we have a new song this oh, week. Let's okay. play a little bit That's of that right. and see if you enjoy this thing. There's a new album that is going to be coming out on July 8th of this year by the band Journey Oh, called Freedom. And this is one of the first songs released from that. You got the best of me. Excellent. So I didn't know if you'd be into some new Journey or not. Not really. But but that's happening. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, We also have something kind of interesting. I don't know if you... You've heard about this, Dean. I'm going to start playing that. There was a collection of a thousand musicians in uh, Paris, the Stade de France. Is it? Are they singing uh, the Foo Fighters song in dedication to? They are to uh, Roger. um, Excuse me, to uh, Taylor Hawkins. Taylor Hawkins. They're playing my hero hero, in his tribute. Uh, they also performed songs by The Who, Pink Floyd, Rage Against the Machine, and Guns N' Roses. But here comes the little drummy parts. Okay. It makes sense because, was it, is this Italy, you said? Uh, this, this took place in Paris. Oh, Paris is France. But it's the same group that did all the musicians that did Learning to Fly or well, something. So the Foo's to come and visit and them And so they would town? come and play in their oh, okay, show. Yep, right. exactly. Yeah, I like it. But this was a big mass of musicians. All right. Paying tribute. Interesting for YouTube, yeah. Pretty good. And um, we also have something else. Um, there's a show on the History Channel. Oh, yeah. And it's called Kings of Pain. Mm, okay. Do you, are you familiar with Kings of Pain? No, I am not, Adam. All right. Well, what they do is they find these hideous creatures, and they make sure that they get themselves stung or <laughs> bitten by them. That's cool. <laughs> and uh, the host is... Uh, Adam Thorne, uh, he's got a partner too. How appropriate but, name. But we have uh, footage of Adam being bitten. Oh. But he's going to be bitten by a Mexican beaded lizard. Now, but hold up. Before you do that, I think on YouTube, didn't this guy have some kind of channel on YouTube that he did this? Mm, I think maybe, this, it may be an evolved to I this. I think this is another guy. I Ooh. think you're talking about another guy. Go ahead. But yeah, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Okay. He's very popular as well. Uh, this Mexican 
beaded lizard Ooh. is uh, also uh, very similar to the Gila, Gila monster. Is he poisonous? It has oh, a venomous wow. bite. Exactly. Wow. And he had him has a, a 30 point pain index scale he uses to rate these bites or stings bites or whatever. Or stings, yeah. He registered this one as a 26.5, wow. which is really high. And it's based on the uh, intensity, duration, and damage caused. Oh, damage caused. So, <laughs> so, so we're going to play his uh, little snippet. It has some dramatic effect music along with it as well because it's like a promotional type thing. Oh, okay. So uh, we're going to play it. The head is much harder to control than the monitor. Really? Yeah. God. It's shockingly strong for its size, Adam. Oh, oh, he's hissing. It's hissing. Yep, yep. Oh, there we go. Okay, mouth is open. Quick, quick. He doesn't sense that you're a threat. He, he did vomit from the pain and the, the venoms coursing through his body. Oh, 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 shit. But man, he lost control of like all of his faculties once that animal cr- cracked down on him. Adam, usually you lay two songs and then some, something that's actually for real. So I thought this was like a bit from the History Channel. <laughs> well, this is from the History Channel. <laughs> This is the this is the oh, show. That, oh, that's right, that's right. That's this is right. the show. Okay. <laughs> Those are our sounds for this week. Oh shit, man. <laughs> it's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Sound of the week. Adam, I need to get a server, Adam, that has the history channel. <laughs> Because that would be a good shit to watch. <laughs> Plenty of that about. Yeah. Adam, let's say you and I go ahead and wrap this and just forego the motherfucking. Oh, okay. Thing. What do you think about that, my sure, friend? Sure, we can do that. <laughs> good times, bad times. On the Tommy and Adam Martin Podcast. Am I really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you okay over there. How do I really look look forward to this these couple of hours with you, my friend, <laughs> on a weekly basis? Uh-huh. Are you watching TV just to look at this guy's stuff? <laughs> I mean, the, to be honest, it's my primary focus. 
<laughs> Adam, Steven, Tyler, Adam uh-huh. is going to be the subject, Adam, of our bad times. Oh, bad times. Oh, yes, no. Adam, okay. Because on May the 24th, on Loudwire, Adam, according to Lauren Schaffner, Adam, mm-hmm. okay, Tyler enters rehab following a relapse. Aerosmith releases a statement. Uh oh. What do they say? Oh, man, it's not good for the Aerosmith camp, Adam. Uh-huh. <laughs> not one bit. Aerosmith from as Steven Tyler. Don't fart, please. <laughs> Has entered a rehab facility following a relapse, Adam. Oh, no. Don't, don't send the special event recording team, Adam, <laughs> to this. Rehab center. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the news came from a statement the band posted on social media, which also notes that their June and July deuces are wild, Adam. Residency in Las Vegas has been canceled. Well, what's... Has been canceled, Adam. What's positive about that is he's probably... I think this was in conjunction with some sort of surgery that he'd taken, so he started taking pain pills. Ah, so you know about this. Excellent. Dude. I think so. And, of course, the pain pills slows all the activity in the gastrointestinal region. So I don't I don't think we'd be yeah, able to Yeah, because it gets you constipated. I don't yeah. think we'd be able to pick up anything with that's what, the special event recording that's team. That's what no, that's what the uh, actually now that you say that, the pharmacist told me that this week when they gave me my pain meds. <laughs> Damn, you are a doctor Adam. <laughs> I'm telling you. This this it's, the studying it's, I've been doing kicking in Adam. on this rumpology it has uh, assignment. To do, it does nothing to do that you have a dedicated nurse, right? No, no, no. Oh, okay, I'm just, I just <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Go see. This is Steven Tyler. It's not the dude looks like a lady. <laughs> it's just a song. Yeah. Anyway, Adam uh-huh. it says here. Uh, let me see what the statement says. As many of you know, our beloved brother Stephen has worked on his sobriety for many years. Yep, there you go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, after foot surgery, there you go to prepare for the stage and the necessity of pain management during the process. He has recently relapsed and voluntarily entered Adam into the program. Yep. Yep. Uh, we Sounds are truly right. sorry. It keeps on going to inform our fans and friends. We must cancel our first set at Las Vegas residency dates. So here's the good times from that one. We didn't buy tickets to go to Vegas to go see these guys. <laughs> Remember we talked about that too? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so that's not bad at all for mm-hmm. us. Bad for Steve. You know, I hope he gets better, man. That's all I could say. You know, well, he's he, taking the proper yeah. steps, I guess, to try to get better. You figure he has some of that uh, chemical high and he's trying to stay away from it. Calls him back. That has to be a fucking bane. You know what I'm saying? I imagine. I... Makes you, uh, it also crowns you king nothing on that kind of that kind of side of the, that kind of, well, you know, James Hetfield also suffers from this bullshit. So, yeah, not yeah. bullshit. It's, I mean, this disease or whatever you want to call it, this uh, this condition. It's prevalent in all these yeah. guys that we oh, talk isn't about. That crazy, man. Oh, part, part of that world. That's nuts. You got to be we like. We were just singing about sex, drugs, and rock and roll, right? <laughs> the drugs are part of that. Well, there you go, Adam. Give me some good times, baby. Oh, good times. All right. You know NASA? I Na- do. You know what NASA does? You know? Uh huh. Usually they look up, right? Out into uh-huh. space. To the space, yes. Sometimes they look down. To the final frontier. Adam. Sometimes they look down, Tommy. Uh, the, I'm stupid people. The NASA's Earth Observatory mm-hmm. announced the Cavachi volcano, located in the Solomon Islands off the coast of Papua New Guinea, has been erupting since October. Why is that a <laughs> you, don't, you don't have sound of that, do you? Why is that, why is that a problem? Because it is the home to... A species of sharks oh. and all sorts of sea life. And they've been housed in this highly acidic environment. 
and they have been altered or mutated. Oh. So these are mutated sharks that now, due to this... Not evolved. This is mutated, mutated by the condition... Mutated in, by, by the condition of this exactly. water. Exactly. Oh, wow. And they have... What's good about that shit? And they were trapped in this little ecosystem. Right. But now with this uh, oh, volcano... Hold, hold up a minute now. Yes. Did they also ask for their lawyers to make them a person to give them a bigger habitat? <laughs> <laughs> like last episode? No, 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 no. Just checking. No, they're not, they're not humanoids. <laughs> okay, okay, good. They deal. don't have those type of rights okay, yet. Okay, all right. Be, they don't need them now. Because of this uh, volcanic activity, it has now fractured this little ecosystem, and now they've been dispersed out into the world. These mutated sharks, uh, the, both hammerheads and... A somewhat smaller uh, silky shark. Hammerheads are dangerous sharks, called man. Called Cavici Home, and scientists are still puzzled why these big boys appear to have flocked to this volcano in the first place. But now they've grown and propagated there, and they've had lived in this ecosystem for so long, and now they've been freed by this volcanic activity. You've heard of Sharknado, and now we get ready for Sharkano. <laughs> <laughs> Will these fly as well, Adam? Well, it's 2022. We've been through uh, pandemics and other worldwide crises. What's what's one more thing? What the hell? Might Adam? as well. You Let the what? sharks out. I think this is it, Adam. That's that's all we're going to do. Woo, baby. Today I, I need some energy, Adam. Oh. Oh. Another, when you hear that recorder, you're going to get uh, some. Adam, another epic. Adam, historically epic, Adam. Podcast. Of the Tommy and Adam Hearts and a podcast available on Spotify and the rest of your DSPs, baby. Mm-hmm. So uh, check it out. Uh, give me a second here mm-hmm. because I want to thank, before we head out, the mighty Godzilla. There he is. Right thank you, sir. Go ahead, baby. Take All it right. As always, we want to thank our legion. Of listeners, our fans, and whoever else subjects themselves to this podcast, we really appreciate it. Keep in mind, life is not that serious. It is not. Nor is anything we said on this podcast. Again, search for the keywords, the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast App, RSS Podcast, CastBox, Himalaya, Owl Trail, and everywhere else this podcast is on demand and streaming. Activate the notification icon to be notified when we are online and tell a friend. Or an enemy, I am Adam Tate. And I am Tommy Martinez. Today is May 28th, 2022, and you are listening to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Remember to always play it often, play it loud, but play it. Yeah. The Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast is produced by Dadakoa Promotions. Yeah! Which are the Kansas? Dadakoa Promotions.